Okay. Yes, yes, yay. Okay. That's I had that was the setting I had wrong. See, I got I've got pictures in my favorites in my phone that that uh that are bookmarks for visual instructions. Uh-huh. So I consult my instruction book, which is just pictures on my phone of screenshots of stuff I did. Those are not the pictures that, I have. No, on my that's phone. that's intelligent, man. I mean, yeah, that's, that's smart. Hey. That's that's right, that's, brilliant, you know, mate. That's right, brilliant. Uh, that's not the pictures I have on my phone. Oh, you shouldn't have those kind of pictures. Incriminating uh, photos. I, I got. There's an interesting. There's an interesting train of thought. Okay, the pictures I that, that I have, have on their phone. I mean, okay, is it such a terrible thing that I have a few pinups on my telephone? I mean, you know, you know, with my status and everything. I mean, can I still not look? Uh, you can have pinups as long as they're classy. You know, no. It depends. How big of a frying pan? No, uh, just no. Uh, you know, no naughty bits. No, I, I know, no. See, but you know, I've always been that part that, yeah. Although you know the fe- the, the the feminine female, yeah. You know what? That's all good and fine. As opposed to the masculine you know female. I like the mystery yes. of it. Well, I've seen a couple of those. Hmm. I like the mystery of it. You know, I, you know. We're like, whoa! Like Nicole Bass. God, God bless her. I love. God bless her. She was an amazing. She was an amazing person. But Nicole Bass. Wow. That uh, you know. Yeah, strong enough for a man. Well, well anyway, because yeah, I don't you know, look like a man, you know. <laughs> so, so that's where I'm looking at it from that point of view. I mean, yeah, I know. Obvious tie into Valentine's Day, which is next Monday, mm. which uh, we got to discuss if we're doing a, a special for that. I think that would be fun. Well, well, we'll I have the perfect the- item for you, Ivan. What's that? Yeah, the perfect item for Julie. I don't know if you saw this or not. Uh, apparently, Build-A-Bear is doing an After Dark series. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, that you can uh, build a Build-A-Bear After Dark, a new series of teddy bears designed specifically for adults. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's well. not it. <laughs> There's a Chad teddy bear with a lion mane and a silk robe lying on a shag carpet with a single rose and two glasses of wine. Uh, wow. Now, the intention is clear. Uh, okay, yeah, there, there, yeah. There are some other options. Should we go to Build-A-Bear and take a look at what the options are? Shall we? <laughs> Shall we? I, that is compelling. Yes, yes. All right, let's, let's – we haven't taken a few – you know, it's been a long time since the show has taken a field trip, uh, a virtual yeah. field trip. Uh, okay, let's make that happen. All right, hold on a second. We're we're getting there. Okay. Let's go take a look. Load the website, Ivan. Okay. No, no, I got it. I'm getting there. Let's see. Because I know Ivan can't do it on his side. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> wow. So I appreciate that those that do. I do. Okay, thank you. You have you can uh, go on the internet's? Huh? You can go on the internet's on your uh while you're on the air? I don't know. I've never attempted it. Let me try. And if I drop out, I'll be right back. Okay. Let me go ahead and try this. Maiden voyage, can you still hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So far so good. He's, he's, he's right, lowering let's... the diving bell into the uh, the waters. Do, do, do. 
Okay, let's see. Let's go to Facebook just for shits and giggles. Okay, and I'm still with you. The Build-A-Bear yeah. site is not making this easy, by the way. All right, terrific. Yeah, I'm on my Facebook now. Awesome. That doesn't help us. We need to get to the Build-A-Bear thing. Well, yeah, well, let me go Build-A-Bear. Collections. Web, is it a web exclusive? I don't know. Okay. The, the Build. Occasions. Right. Shop by category. Let's try shopping by category. Build-A-Bear. Hold on a second. Let's try this a different way. Build-A-Bear Workshop. After dark. There we go. Hold on a second. Okay. Build-A-Bear Workshop. Hold on. Here we go. Got it. All right. I think we got it. I oh, you got it? Okay. Well, all right. Well, I'm in, I'm in the uh, Build-A-Bear uh, Facebook page. Okay. Hold on a second. This is back to Build-A-Bear.com. Yeah. You are okay, not being helpful in any way, shape, or form. This is not fun. Okay, this website is not being helpful, Mike. It's like they almost want us to not see their product. I don't get it. Uh, okay. Ah, here we go. Our Red Roses Bear is back for Valentine's Day and a perfect romantic gift for your special someone. It's guaranteed to get you hugged. Oh, okay. Now we're bordering That's code for something. Build erotica. Here we go. We Is got it? build erotica. Look at this. It's I like your pardon. red teddy bear. You know, you got the roses. The petals are falling. The pillow. I mean, okay. It's yeah, bad that Ivan's got to it, but I can't find it at all. So here it is. You know, uh, shop now at HTTPS. Okay. Double slash uh, BDDY me and then BB6. Uh, Small KC no. zero. Wait, 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 let me write this down. What was this about? <laughs> yeah, well, wait, wait, wait. H- what was this about a BBC? What? What? <laughs> Did you say yeah. BBC? That's the new Build a Bear BBC, huh? Ah, okay. okay. Oh, we're going there now. Okay, let's see what other. Let's see what other things. Oh, here we go. BBC. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, what, what new, Valentine's, new, new Valentine's Day gift idea are in full bloom in the. Uh, forever oh, flower shop. Oh my gosh, here we go. Shop our online gift shop for our classic bouquet bears. Now available in four colors. The perfect way to give that huggable, eh, I can say this, bouquet, bouquet that lasts oh, wait, here we go. Here forever. We go. I got it. You got it? Okay. I think I got it. I think I got it. Okay, so there's a... Okay, yeah, I mean, I locked down a to this other potter. There's a roses red scented bear. Is that one of them? And then there's yeah. There's the lion love gift love you gift set. Yeah, the red roses is the one I just spoke on. The okay, red roses. And then, bear. and then you got an exclusive red velvet sparkle build a bear. I, I I haven't gone in to look at some of these yeah. to see exactly what they do, what they are or do. Um. Can I play the music on this thing? No. No. Oh, man. Hold on a second. I accidentally hit the switch. Sorry. Well, it's funny. All all the pictures suddenly are very, very tasteful versus, like, the thing that they show everybody with this picture of, like, like the freaking lion, like this Build-A-Bear lion, like, on a bearskin rug or something. Right, where he's wearing like a like a Hugh Hefner yeah. like smoking jacket. Yeah, like I have, uh, they like got I have the red roses bear, man. It's like he's laying on his side, you know, like it says he's yeah. like 
you know, with the champagne glass, and the you know, bubbly on ice, and you know, total seduction played all the way up, right down to the. I mean, music. if it's true, it's like about that's like a this is like a thirty dollar item. At yeah, least, at minimum, I would, at minimum, I would like, think. I would think. Yeah, for, they've got the, uh, tie-in uh, dogs for the puppy bowl. Do they really? Okay. I, I don't think that's really what we were. No, it's the, it's the Build-A-Bear After Dark is what you're talking about. Spe- speaking of people who might need a, bu- a bunch of Build-A-Bears, so I guess Nick Cannon is on child number eight. <laughs> what? To his, to his defense, he did have twins twice. I, I understand. So okay, now, okay. So that's okay. Yeah, we, yeah, so that's not his So that's six kids. So that's six times he's made babies. Okay. Well, so I mean, he has, apparently he's now revealed The man's got the man's got a skill. The woman's got oh, a wait, skill. Wait, wait, here comes the fun part. He's got some super sperm. He has revealed he's revealed <laughs> that he he has revealed that he has been celibate since September of last year. Whoa. Uh, he's revealed that his therapist advised him to abstain from sex after he disclosed that he was expecting a baby with model Brie Tias, who I, I don't know who recently divorced from Johnny Manziel. Really? Johnny Manziel? Wow. Okay. Uh, so apparently, here, here's the part I kind of laugh about. Maybe you should have considered this before you had the eight kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little Before late. you had, you know, yeah. You know, I mean, I guess if you really want to, like, have, like, an NBA team or something like that. It's like saying um, I've destroyed my liver with alcohol. I'm going to give up drinking. Yeah. Uh, now that I've destroyed my, my liver, you know, okay, I'll stop. I'll stop drinking. It's like, okay, uh, sure. Uh, yeah, okay. Is he still on America's Got Talent or does he get? No, no, he's on uh, the mass. He's on the mass. Mass Singer. singer? He's, the okay. he's the host for the mass Singer. Okay. Um, yeah, he's on that. that. There's there's some controversy with that too. Oh yeah, are we talking about are we talking about the the Giuliani thing? Yeah, so there's a rumor that Giuliani was on the show. Yeah, he and then, he took yeah. his mask off, and then was one or two of the judges walked off. Yeah, uh, so, yes. So, so I'm kind of glad that we didn't run with this right away. So the story is that apparently. Uh, so Ken John is on the show and it has, I think you guys are aware he's a real doctor. And so, you know, he was really upset with this because apparently, you know, look, Giuliani was part of, part of Trump's team where, you know, they kept talking about how COVID wasn't a problem or anything. And obviously Ken John is a real doctor. So he was kind of offended. So he stormed off, he stormed off set and apparently Robin Thicke is a good friend of his. So he went with him. And then eventually they came back onto the set. Um, Fox is not saying whether this happened or not. Oh, they, then they then it's unsubstantiated rumors. So, well, it's it's an a unsubstantiated rumor. It's unsubstantiated rumors, except it's everywhere. Yeah. So, but then, then there's got to be there's got to be some kind of media on it. Otherwise, yeah. everybody latching on. Well, we'll so see that. if once it airs, once the episode airs, then. Well, we'll see. Um, what I can tell you that's not unsubstantiated is, so you guys are aware of the Razzies, right? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, the yes. Razzies nominations came out today, I think, right? Yes. Oh, so, my gosh. Wait till you hear this. So, oh, wait, so what, what's that? What, what's that, Evan? What happened? Oh, the, uh, the Razzies about the uh, Space Jam 2 being the worst. Well, it's nominated. Get... Nominated for four. Oh, no. There's better. 
Bruce Willis is getting his own category by himself. At least this year. What? He's been in so many shitty movies in He's 2021. He's been in so many shitty movies in 2021. Bruce Willis. <laughs> gave him oh, oh well, how, did, how did the houses beat this right? Okay. <laughs> the thing is, I couldn't name one of them. I don't know any of these uh, movies that he was in. So, so, here's, so here's, the, here's the movies. And I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm, it's like. Just celebrating wow, a stream of bad luck, damn. No, forget bad luck. I mean, I don't recognize any of these. Yeah, I don't know any of these. American films. Siege, Apex, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress, Midnight in the Switch, in, in the Switchgrass. Shit, out, sounds out like of, a Beeslist, man. Sounds like a bunch of B films. Maybe they were. You know who he's turned into? Charles Bronson at the end of his career. Shit. Yeah, Charles Bronson, there you go. You know, you hit that right on the head, Jeff. Yes, it is like Charles Bronson. So, so, yeah, year. so apparently, How the Mighty Have Fallen, Bruce Willis went from what? And look, Bruce is still an icon. Like, let's just be honest about this. Bruce is, Bruce is still an icon. But, man, that guy went from... Here? That guy was the shit. In the nineties, yeah, that shit. Is, <laughs> that is shit. It's like that's right. He went from this shit holy. to that shit. <laughs> you know, it's like wow. Yeah, LeBron really? James is up for uh, Razzie for his performance in Space Jam Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that movie got you know, got such a pl- got set up such a plowing. Oh. <laughs> you know that movie that well. I mean, I saw it on on HBO Max. I mean, look, it's not great, but yeah, it I mean, wouldn't. It wasn't it, capable of living up to its own hype. Well, no, no, it wasn't no. as horrible as everybody makes it out to be either. Yeah. Although I will say that LeBron sounds absolutely tone deaf in the deaf in the movie. I mean, absolutely tone deaf. Where literally, it's like, okay. And when I say this, it's like I don't think it's him. I think it's just bad writing. Where it's like or bad direction. Okay, yeah, bad direction or bad writing where literally it's like, I'm going to be a total jerk and jackass to my son. And this is what my stance is and this is where I'm going to be. And it's like, okay, uh, I know you're not this dumb. I just know. I mean, I've heard you talk before. You're not this dumb. You would never treat your son in this manner. I get right. it's a movie. I get it's a movie. But this does not help your narrative in any way, shape, or form about when people go, see, he's not better than Michael Jordan. <laughs> okay. I will say, there was a great moment in that movie, and I could say it now, I think we can spoil it. Which So, so LeBron goes, no, it wasn't Ooh. LeBron. My, Bugs, Bugs goes at halftime and he says, all right, we got somebody to motivate us. We got Michael Jordan. And I'm like, holy shit, did they really get Jordan? And I'm like, and they got the music and they got everything going and they got him silhouetted and everything. And out walks Michael B. Jordan. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, it was the one moment where I was like, I really like Okay. Oh, sorry. Well played. Well played. Wow, that's good. <laughs> yeah, well, well played. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, well leave played. it to the guys oh, that turn right, my right. terrace, that's, man. That's, that's well played. It's like, like. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll give them that. No, absolutely. Like I said, um, 
And I w- we'll get to other stuff, but apparently the Kitten Bowl has been canceled by Hallmark, the Hallmark Channel. Although there's another channel looking to pick it up. What? The Kitten Bowl has been canceled? By Hallmark Channel, yes. What? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Crisis. <laughs> well, at least we have the Puppy Bowl. Because i got to work this weekend, so I can't. I won't be able to watch it. I'll have to DVR it. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. This is. Oh, I. One more other thing before we get moving. Mm-hmm. I think I. I think I can fix the Pro Bowl. Excuse me. Wow. Well, that was, was my that, phone. Oh, I was gonna say, is that like a trucker or they like toot really loud uh-huh. or uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Truckers from Canada are calling Ivan. Yeah. <laughs> hey y'all, Ivan. Eh, gonna that almost hit me a moose there up by Ottawa. We got a great big convoy. Hey, we're chucking a bunch of maple syrup, eh? You know. And, uh, I, my latest chip and uh, hockey sticks is going to be later. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, you're buying my Pamela Anderson boxing pussies are going to be late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, by the way. Oh, I, mean, I, I saw the first. Oh, man. I saw the first three episodes of that. We got to talk about Is this. It. What's this on Amazon? No, it's, oh, on, it's on Hulu. Okay. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Okay. We can do this. Right. Fuck it. We're going to do it right now. All right. You know, it's not Fuck bad. it. We'll do it live. We'll do yeah, it live. Okay, we'll do it live. Here, here's the reason why we're going to do it. It kind of fits, in, it kind of fits into this segment. So it's, you, not, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, Lily James is Pam Anderson. So first of all, they have prosthetics for both of them. Prosthetic boobs of, and a prosthetic dick? Yep. Okay. So, so, Wait, there's so full frontal have, plastic dick nudity? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yes, okay. yes, there is. Right. Um, <laughs> I'll be back. I gotta go take care of this door thing. No, right. no, no, Ivan, you can't leave. Take this is care. the part right. you're gonna laugh at. He, he's 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 muted. He's out. Wow, really? This is the part he needed to be here for. No, well, that's all right. He can come. He can listen. He can listen to later. Yeah, I guess. But here's the part where I I can't wait for him to hear it. So anyway, um, no, it's pretty good. So Seth Rogen's in it. And he's playing like the handyman guy who steals it, and it, and and he's really good in this. He and, steals and the sex tape. He eventually steals the sex tape, and, <laughs> and it's crazy because apparently, now again, this is obviously fictionalized somewhat, but apparently the way he did it was he found like this woolly looking thing, so that when he went over the fence, he looked like the freaking sheepdog that they have. What? He's he disguised himself as their sheepdog. Right, he had like this, like, like this, like blanket that looked like it would look like kind of like the sheepdog, okay? Because I guess the the cameras in that, you know, we're talking mid nineties, so I guess the cameras weren't all that great. Yeah, they had video surveillance cameras in the nineties. Right, yeah. the video, right, but they weren't, you know, they aren't what they are today. It's not like they were HD and you could figure out exactly what it is. You know, it was just enough to go, oh, that's got to be the dog, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So, so they could so, incriminate him. So, so they really couldn't tell, and so he got just where he needed to get to to pull the to pull the plug on it, um, to pull the plug on the thing so he could get in there. And so, yeah, he like literally steals like an entire safe, and nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. He told, he he steals the entire safe. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in this. Dice Clay is in it. Andrew Dice Clay. Whoa. Yeah, Dice Clay is in this. Uh, Sebastian Stan is playing Tommy Lee. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, and the, the problem the I'm Winter having Soldier. with like, 
the problem I'm having with him, like, is, um, is I just sit there and I'm like, he's not tall enough to be Tommy Lee. Well, most people don't know how tall Tommy Lee is. Yeah, well, eh, but I, I just remember him, like, towering over Pamela Anderson because he's, like, 6'2". Mm. So it's like, that's what I remember. Now, she's pretty good as Pam, but, like, apparently she had to get prosthetic boobs uh, to, to make that work. And, I mean, they look great. Don't get me wrong. Or uh, she, they had to put on, you know, like a, like a latex, like, yeah, in a suit. Sort of yeah, like a latex like outfit, that. right? Yeah. To or something like that. Fit I mean, over she, her real boobs. Right, right. I guess so. Okay. And then, like, literally there is a scene where, like, it is kind of funny. There's literally a scene where he, like, practically introduces him, introduces her to, like, you know, his, well, you get the idea. And she's, like, literally, like, falling head over heels, drooling over herself. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there, like I said, it's, it's kind of funny because it's not that Lily James and, and what's-his-name do a bad job, but some of that stuff starts to get a little boring. The stuff mm. that's really pretty good is, um, is the stuff with Rogan, and it's pretty good. So, so here's where I want to get. Now Ivan's back, so now I can talk about this. All right. So Thanks now so I can good. talk about this because because I wasn't gonna I was I had to wait till Ivan got back. Okay, so well I'm thanks watching, for that. Yes. So I'm watching the second episode. I'm not positive. I'm not positive if Sebastian Stan as Tommy Lee is supposed to be on X or he's drunk or he's high or he's just re- basically himself. But literally, Tommy Lee starts talking to his penis. Okay? <laughs> he starts talking... Wait, 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 wait. No, you're gonna laugh. Okay. So he starts talking to his penis about how this is the one. She's the one. Okay? Okay, so it's like he's... It's like a metaphor for his libido. Right, right. Wait, wait, wait. Here comes the fun one. The penis responds. Okay. <laughs> what? So like does like the We so... have a full frontal talking phallus. <laughs> so is it like cars like... where like the balls are the eyes? <laughs> uh, like like the slit is really is like literally open like it's talking. Right. It's okay, like, the, right. And, so the and, and I'm just like <laughs> somebody 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 must have seen the movie. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm like who I mean I'm literally watching this and I'm like what? <laughs> no way. Come on. Oh no. Hell then, no. I'm like, oh hell no. The penis talks. You're kidding me. I'm like, what the? This took VH1's behind the music to a whole new level. Or stooped down to a whole new level. I I like literally am like sitting there and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. No, no, they really didn't just do that. And, and the, the, best dying, is, the best part is, well, that's why I had to wait for you to come back. Because I knew you were going to die when you heard this. Ivan, don't die. It's not like a two-second conversation either. It goes on for a good minute or two. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, 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 got, it got your attention, man. So, 
did Tommy Lee like produce this? I mean, he's he. No, I don't okay. think either one is. Well, no, I think <laughs> they be responsible. You know, so it's based on. So it's based on a story. So I guess there was somebody who wrote a story in Rolling Stone back in 2014 about about how it got stolen and did all the did all the homework and all the stuff and did an article in Rolling Stone about how they got the tape and how it ended up getting out there. And and so and so this is this is this this is essentially the story of that. Now my understanding is they tried to reach out to Pamela Anderson. She never she never responded. She didn't seem to want to be involved with it. Yeah, um, can't I blame think, her. I think they talked to Tommy Lee a little bit about this. I'm not I'm not positive, but my understanding is is this wasn't something that was done by either of them. Um. I, so oh, far boy, another so, another another bootleg thing gone agog. Wow. Well, no, I mean it's a legit thing from Hulu where they're doing a series, and and it is interesting, you know, because it's like, you know, it's interesting, especially because it's like, you know, we're oh, talking so, about so, so this so this is Hulu money, okay? Yeah, no, no, this is Hulu, and okay, and so right. and they're releasing That's it on a correct. weekly basis. So I've only seen three episodes, and then eventually there's more episodes in the season. So we'll be. I'm curious to see where it go, but but. You know, in fairness, the two of them, the two of them are doing a good job with what they're doing. The I actors, think, yeah. The actors are doing a good job. The actors overall are doing a good job. The irony is of the one person who stands out the most is Seth Rogen um, as the disgruntled guy who supposedly steals the tape. And and you missed it, Ivan. What I told Mike was, according to this airing of what they're talking about. So you know, back in the day in the in the mid nineties. Uh, these security cams were really, really grainy footage and whatnot. So yeah. apparently Tommy Lee and Pam had this giant sheepdog. And so <laughs> and so he took like this this um this blanket that looks like a woolly looking thing that looks like a sheepdog thing. So when he hopped over the fence, he used it and put it on a and because you know the security guards aren't looking closely enough, they think it's the dog. Uh, and so then he goes over to where the camera is and then disconnects the camera and then he's able to get in wow but the weird part is supposedly okay. the way they now again this takes liberty maybe they weren't there but uh, in, you know this in, was in, in, in a this, dramatization yeah right and the dramatization okay. he literally walks into the bedroom and the two of them are passed out and he gives them the finger and then walks downstairs and goes and gets the safe and he basically literally walks out with an entire safe. <laughs> wow. Like an entire safe. And here's the amazing part. Yeah. I mean, now granted, it's only been three episodes, but it seems like there's enough time that's passed. It's like um, nobody seems to have noticed the missing safe. Yeah. Okay. So this, this series is the series is based just on the relationship between these two. Well, and, and how okay. and how the tape got put together. Okay. Right. Okay. And how the tape got and how the tape got put out. Yeah, uh, Dice Clay, Dice Clay wow. is playing like this mafia loan shark guy in it. So. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, the only reason I wanted to bring this up was literally, it's like I will keep watching it, but literally, I was like, I, given given how we where we've been on this segment so far before we get to stuff, I was like. Yes, I think now is the time to talk about Tommy Lee's talking penis. Yes, I think this is now the time we talk about that. Because um, I, I literally was like, 
he starts talking to him, and I'm like, all right, fine, this makes sense. Yeah, he's going to talk to him. We all talk to our junk at some point or another. But the part where the junk talks back, I'm like, what? <laughs> How would you like to be the actor with the credited role where I played Tommy? Yeah, the voice actor, yeah. Who is, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Now, 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 now let me understand this. Who is the voice of Tommy Lee's penis? Right. <laughs> now let me understand this. This is on your resume, sir. You were the voice of Tommy Lee's penis? That's correct, sir. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, <laughs> interesting. But then again, you know, it's a living, you know? <laughs> right. It's but, like, uh, just like any uh, prehistoric animal as an appliance on the Flintstones. Huh, yes, it's a living. It, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's, he's voiced by a guy by the name of Jason Manzukis. Uh doesn't ring a bell with me. It does not does, ring a bell. Okay. Does not ring uh, a bell with me. But then uh, don't don't use my equation, you know, I'm I'm older, so I might have missed it. Let me it. see if I can let me see if I can if I Google him what comes up. Wow, All that right. was bad. That was bad. I shouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Google Manzukas. Hey, hey, hey. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, so he's actually been in quite a bit. He's been in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The League, which was that sitcom about fantasy football. He was in Apparently, he was in Invincible. Um. So, yeah, Ooh. he's done... So he's done some he's uh, hands he's been to his uh, He was in John Wick. Oh, okay. So he's done some voice acting, huh? Record Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, okay. The hmm. Lego Batman movie. Okay, so he's been around. Okay. Uh, okay. He's been around, done stuff, but apparently now, now he's Tommy Lee's penis. <laughs> I don't know. Would, would you, would that you be might say you his uh, career is just about to grow. It's about to swell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, that, like, that, that's, that's that's if it doesn't stand erect or just doesn't droop away. Well, you know, he's played a big range of parts. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's got um, that part's got range. Yeah, yeah. It extends a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Actually, eh, does this, does swell? It, it also swells. It swells. Tommy Lee didn't really have much of a career after after all that. Did after he, he left mean, Crew, he, yeah. Well, not only after they left the Crew, you would think like after all that, he probably should have parlayed that into something. And you know, obviously, never did didn't want to do porn, but. Um, well, you know, there was a lot of it. There was a lot of that going around once the bands kind of hit. You know, all of a sudden, you know, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're not the Vogue anymore, and it's like, well, now they people only know us for the one thing. And how do you how do you advance from that after you've been pandered in a box? And you know, the music will always be relatable to that box. Yeah. You know? So how are you supposed to <clears throat> be associated with anything else once you're branded? Then the people just they there's a tendency where they brand something and then. That's all they're ever known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the typecasting, I mean, call it by, you know, whatever other names you can call it. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the results are the same. So, yeah. you know. So, so, uh, so Ivan, how was your week? My how question, get up the dick conversation. No, I just, oh, I think we've said all we need to say. I mean, the uh, the conversation is, 
has gotten limp, so to speak? Well, like I said, oh, 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 yeah, I saw, yeah. you saw what he did there. You saw, well, you, I, people out there, you heard yeah. what he did there. Okay. The only okay. thing that's interesting is, and I'll leave, uh, and, we, and then we can move on, which is there was always <laughs> talk. There was always talk that Tommy Lee had done another tape earlier that did not get out, which was, you know, everybody forgets Tom, Tommy Lee was like, Married to Heather Locklear for a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and did they have a boy tape that talk. was out there? There was, was always it? talk that there was a tape. There was another. There was another tape with him and a him really young with a really young Heather Locklear, and and my understanding is the talk was that the only reason it didn't get out was Heather Locklear was smart, and in the divorce she was like the tape now. Yeah. And made sure that she had the tape, and nobody else got the tape. Right. But, um, and the lawyer said, "Do you, you distribute this tape? You're you're going to get sued." Yeah, I mean, the only other thing that's kind of interesting, and I'll I'll leave it at this was, yeah, it was like, okay, the '80s hair bands just went away immediately, and then we got into the '90s grunge, and bye, see ya. Yeah, and then like Nirvana and the yeah. the Pearl Nirvana. Jams. Oh Pearl my god. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you know, I yeah. sold my mini disc of the. The Pearl Jam's first album, I sold it for like eighty bucks. Yeah. Okay. Last last night, last night I played some of that in my sets, in both my sets. That's a story for you guys. I thought you did an eighties set. I did. I dipped it to the nineties a little bit, so you'll just Uh you know sometimes you know sometimes Uh you can't throw people a curveball, you know. And so so what happened was you know I was in this uh, where was I? I was playing yes, you know older. Where was I? And uh, no, over at Logan Arcade. So okay. the owner of the Lonely Heart played yes. Then it was just like, man, you know, let me go ahead and let's swap out, you know, uh, this one for Nirvana, you know, you know, only in the, early in his teens. And it's just like, okay, you know, B side to uh, come as you are. And so I'm just like, I play this record, and then this cat walks up to me and he goes, I have yet to hear anybody play uh, Nirvana. In a place like this, I would have never thought in my life I'd hear it. And, you know, it was just like so taken by the fact that I played Sir Nirvana. Then I walked into the, uh, let me see, uh, let me see, Pearl Jam. I did, uh, I did, uh, uh, Not For You off of Vitology, which that was. Vitology. Vitology? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, I always have, I always struggled with that, 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 uh, that, that title. Uh, yeah, and, uh, so I played that. Let me see, did, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Under the Bridge. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so did a number of other, like, little 90s tidbits throughout the course of the night, of the night with the 80s stuff, and then on occasion I just get back to the 70s. But yeah, uh, as far as, uh, as far as the, uh, the, 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 the music, yeah. Uh, so I you spinning on Twitch yesterday? Yeah, was having some real difficulties yesterday, man. Uh, well, the first the first time I was on Twitch when I was at the arcade, uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, my phone died. I'm like, oh shit, you know, okay. So, and I didn't have any more plugs available at my station to plug it the, the the thing in. So I'm like, oh hell, I'll just pick it up when I get to Coles. Got the calls, and then in the first, uh, I think it was like 30 minutes, we had some 
tech difficulties, but you know something? I have to give it to Carissa. Thank you, girl, for helping helping your man out over here, you know, helping me keep things together. And, and you know, she came to the rescue, and it was just like, and the basic thing about it was we didn't drop one record in the whole set while we were working out our problems. It was fabulous. It was fabulous when, you know, when it works like that. You know, it's really cool. So anyway, yeah, so I did a lot of 80s and, uh, so I did a lot of hair bands. I did a lot of uh, did a lot of some out and out rock and roll. You know, some Judas Priest. You know, uh, then I got into stuff like The Firm and, um, and and some of the other more exotic '80s. You know, I guess top ten, twenty, forty, or one hundred. So I figured, okay, let's just go with this for a little while. And everybody really liked it. So yeah, but you know what? Uh, uh, Heather Locklear and Tommy Lee. Man, yeah, I remember that uh, story going around for that for that particular thing going on. No, nothing came of it. It was a lot of a lot of press about it, but you know, nothing nothing ever came of it. So, alright. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sorry. Did I get lost here? No, I just been. You said you've been spinning on Twitch and uh, in arcades. Yeah, so and of course the Twitch feed got kind of hosted because we were having audio problems, you know, audio problems in the club. Uh, for some reason, you know, some of the speakers weren't working correctly, and then you know we were trying to work it out through the course of the night. We got it in the first hour, so after that everything ran smooth, so it was cool. And uh, yeah, and uh, let's see, yeah, uh, then uh, let's see, what else? Uh, just uh. Slowly getting things together. Uh, went to the um, storage first time, you know, since I packed everything in, and I took out some old friends, and I just started listening to some old cassettes that you know I uh, had produced, and uh, I came across uh, a Sweet Daddy Jive, and I was just like, oh my gosh, what is this? And then find out that it was a, it was something I did in Studio B uh, of uh, W. Uh, BCR, you know, the one out Narrington Heights, uh, the 92, 5, and 7. So that was, that was cool. Uh, we discovered that old broadcast and I was like, that was a lot of fun. And then listening to it on the, uh, the tape deck, the old, uh, tape deck that I had, uh, took out of storage, my 74, uh, Panasonic, just regular equipment player. Yeah, I miss my old Panasonic boombox. Oh, man. I mean, you know, there's something about Panasonic, man. It just it's it's out it's outstanding yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, they made good shit, Panasonic. Yeah, they do. I mean, they, I mean, I mean, when they used to say Sony no baloney, that's one thing, but Panasonic, yeah, is you know, is supersonic because it is. I I, I need one of those giant ones that you like literally need like need like a need like a cart to take with behind you where it's like yes <laughs> oh a master box he wants a, he wants the big like mode. a five band well, now, equalizer now. and yeah they yeah. have the eq and then of course uh plays a double cassette so that way you can no no, no i don't need double cassettes i just like need it to look like that and then it just plays mp3s and shit but it, like it like it's loud enough that like the bass is good enough that it like i'll blow out a window or two you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right, we're we're breaking out the twenty ounce magnets on the speakers now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's let's, let's know, think, I, I think it all the way chill. 
so loud where it's like, I don't know, I know a girl, her name was Sheila. Boom, 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 boom. I like big titties and I got to feel them. Boom, boom. You know, boom, that, boom, that, boom. that kind of thing, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, boom, thud. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. All right, man. You know, when done, when done well, when done well. How come you, you don't know? do a 90 set, dude? Well, okay. Uh, here's here's the beauty of it. I mean, I guess time, time and situation brings things together. Okay, as I had mentioned, my friend Angelo Nieves, who passed away a while back, uh, the, uh, the my his sister entrusted me with his beautiful collection. I just dug through some of it just the other week, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so interesting. There's there's some things in there. So uh, I'm going to curate, you know, that part of the archive plus what stuff I had, uh, another part that finally is coming home and uh, just, you know, bringing everything together. And, uh, yeah, I want to curate uh, an Angelo Nieves because he was a he was a he was a DJ, very, uh, uh, very forward thinking, you know, and uh, just, uh, you know, we were kids together, you know, and uh, he was. My, one of my first true friends, you know, that just kind of dug me for who I was. And uh, so um, we both, and it was funny because we both ended up becoming DJs right around the same time. So, you know, so, so here it is. I'm looking at his legacy and I'm just like, dang, mm-hmm. uh, you and I, we liked a whole hell of a lot of the same music, man. So, yeah. Hey, so, would you, um, out of huh? curiosity, out of curiosity, would you say, that the boomers killed rock. Would it be fair to say if the boomers killed rock uh, in 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 in, uh, in that capacity? I would have to say, uh, in more cases, yes than no. Okay. Right. Okay. In I more mean, cases, they love. I mean, they love their rock, but like, you get what I'm getting at, right? Well, no, I I know where you're going with, and. Uh, uh, you know, they they had their style of rock that was satisfactory to them, but then when the next style of rock started coming in, it was just like, well, I don't know, you know. And then you hear yet another uh, generation comes by, but yet now, you know, in, in these times, you got a lot of what was not being held accountable in those times. Now you're hearing that type of music everywhere. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I think about it this way. Like, yeah. So grunge hits in the in the in the in the early nineties. Right. That's right. Grunge hits in the early nineties. Yeah. And 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 essentially, it's the height of uh, it's kind of the height of okay, Gen X culture and fashion is pretty much about. Let's well, yeah, it, when you got, yeah, let, when let's you get, call it a, an eight or about, let's call it seven to eight years. I, I, don't, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even call it more than that. It was more like, it was more like six to seven, five to six yeah. years. Yeah, I think, that's true. No, I, 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 was about, being, I was being nice, but yeah, five no, to six. No, five, I think it was much seven Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll agree. Okay. Right. No, but the point being is. You know, let's be honest. Madison Avenue didn't know how to Madison market. Madison Avenue didn't know how to market to everything that they knew about marketing. They couldn't seem to make work with Gen X, and so they essentially skipped 
a lot of the Gen X stuff and and moved straight to the millennials and basically brought in, you know, the Instincts, the you know, the Britney Spearses, the Christina Aguilera's. Well, in, yeah, in, when they at, said... in their teenage years, and essentially by doing so, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are other artists that, you know, it, it's kind of weird because rap and hip hop didn't get emasculated, but rock did. I mean, rock just rock just disappeared yeah. unless you were like you were like a mega band. Like if you were like Corn or you were like Metallica or somebody like that, then you were good. But well, you know, yeah. But then you know, you 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 and the yeah. Foo Fighters were in, in they were on the back burner. They're not as they weren't as prominent as they are now, but they were around yeah. in the late nineties. Yeah, I mean. There were some bands that were around that seemed to survive and seemed to be okay, like Foo Fighters and Dave Matthews and and and, but there were a lot of like little like rock band groups that sort of were alternative that didn't get anywhere. Like, I, well, I, yeah, off the top of my head, like the Good Charlottes or the Sum Forty Ones or the well, you know, the who else? Let me see the Babes in Arms. Uh, let's Maybe see. Maybe the All American Rejects. Okay. Uh, I know. Let's see. Uh, Government Mule. No. Would that would that be in that category? I don't know. It just feels like. It well, just Government Mule, by the way, is Government Mule actually is is appearing at Riviera as, as of this taping. Hmm. You know. So yeah, either well, the tickets are available or will be available. As of this broadcast, there. So yeah, it just it just feels like yeah. I mean, maybe a lot part of, of it is yeah yeah. Just, okay, just, like I think that with the whole uh, changing of what's happened in music, okay, now everybody is a gog. Everybody wants to know what the metal is. Everybody wants to know what the hair music is now. Everybody wants to go harder, and you know, like in the. You know, and, and it's and it's something when you are playing in a club, and the mm-hmm. cat comes up to you and starts saying, "Hey, have you got anything heavier?" And then you whip out, uh, you know, you whip out. You whip uh, out Tommy uh, Lee's fake penis. Well, mm-hmm. no, I, whip, I would rather whip out uh, uh, "Shine" by a Collective Soul. That's the one. Mm. Okay. I mean, I whipped that out, and I've never seen a room change a color view like it did when they listen to that 45, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's like that. See, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm not as I'm not as narrow-minded on music as, as what people might think I am. But, you know, it's the thing is, you know, I mean, uh, you know, you, you, you have to have a musically open mind. You're not going to love everything. Yeah, you got to read a room, especially, you know, in your line of work. Yeah. yeah, and and it's just like uh, you you just have to try to you know because if if I engage if it, if people are engaged at what I'm playing and if people can feel what it where it is you know the the, the, the land I prepare for you to come in and just be you know your 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 wonderful selves and such you know I mean and uh, so so between the uh, the thing I did at Logan Arcade. Okay, yeah, you know, I'm surrounded by pinball machines and such, but that didn't seem to matter much because here it is. I see people, you know, dancing and just having the best time of their lives. I'm watching Love Bloom. I'm watching people, you know, just 
cheers and it's a wonderful feeling and everything. My Julia's at my side, you know, uh, sitting off in the bird nest that we've got by the stage. And uh, it's great, you know, and then getting to... Uh, Did she have to, like, actually, like, take, like, straw and twigs and, like, surround herself to, to keep herself warm? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it wouldn't have been a bad idea. It is a bit drafty back there, <laughs> but <laughs> but she didn't have to actually build a nest. No, no, no. That's just Did she literally. ever like eat the food and then like, regurgitate it into your mouth or anything like that? <laughs> oh, so he had to take it one step. Look at this guy. <laughs> I was going to leave it alone entirely, but Mike went wrong. Yeah, okay, okay, you two, you cordial children, you. <laughs> Mike opened the door and I'm like, oh, I'll just walk right through. Sure. You know? Just kick the other door in. I just, yeah, sure. I was just peeking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that, that's what we do here on these squares of the round table. Don't you just love it? <laughs> anyway, so uh, I think I pretty much gave enough time to my own little existence. Hey, why don't we go to Jeff? Hey, Jeff, how'd you do? Well, no, I was just saying to you, so, like, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of interesting because to me, you know, the thing I would say about the only thing I would say is it's interesting because it seems like rock is still popular. It's just how do I put this? It's like it's not. And I understand radio isn't what it used to be, but it's like it doesn't get the air. It, 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 it hasn't had the airplay for about 20 years. But well, yeah, well, it's with some, been, it's with some been... exceptions, with some exceptions. And, right. you know. But it was underground for most of it, okay, because yeah. of the of the of the fact that well, yeah, and what happens, the music situation always evolves, okay. I mean, you'll have your, you'll have your, you know, you have your hair bands, which of course then mm-hmm. evolve into the, the the new wave bands, the wave new wave bands evolving into the punk bands, the punk bands, you know, beginning. Uh, the, 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 the new punk and then and later the on. Glam rock and, you the know. glam rock and then later on to the, to the grunge, which then the grunge and then got Grunge back band connected it. to the. Yeah, so yeah, everything, well, everything kind of, but, but inside of it, the. But the weird part okay. is, is once it got to grunge, it was like. They just fell on. Yeah. There was no progression. Yeah, it fell straight off because once, once, uh, once grunge, like much of the people that have created the grunge sounds and everything, were looking to get yeah. into. Other and at that same time, like country had turned like adult contemporary. Yeah, yeah. And then you had the and then you had the jazz. Then you had the new jazz. And then you had the quiet storm. You know. The new and, jazz. Are we talking about like? Yanni Jazz? Is that what we're, we're talking, talking like, about? We're talking like Yanni Jazz. Yeah, we're or talking John like... Cash you, Jazz? Like NUA, like Kenny G. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a painful existence there, man. You know, that's music to that's music to uh, uh, knock your head in with. You know, it's like, oh my God. I mean, there is what? some good fusion jazz in some of that stuff. Well, but well, usually okay. it's garbage. It is yeah, you want to you want to listen to something spicy? Listen to Cornell Gunther, his band called Stuff. That's the band's name. Stuff. Mm. Enough said. Got four or five albums out there. Gar- you know, Cornell Gunther, guitar player. Check it out. 
Okay. <laughs> no, I always said it's, you know, I always laugh about that stuff because it's like, you know, somewhere like Miles Davis is like rolling over in his grave or like has come back from the dead to beat the snot out of Kenny G. Um, uh-huh. But that's, that's just a theory. Um, you know, uh, yeah, we, right. we love the newer generation, like how we wanted Percy Sledge to come back from the dead to kill Michael Bolton. <laughs> it's amazing Michael Bolton. where Michael. Go ahead. I say, go ahead. You know, you go ahead. It's amazing how Michael Bolton has suddenly become like <laughs> in on the joke about Michael Bolton. Like he was on, what was he on? Where they had him on there. And he was like the sidekick, in it, but it was bad. Oh, the new dating game over huh. the summer. He was on it, and he was like the sidekick to, I can't remember who, who was the main host. It might have been like Zoe Deschanel or something like that. And then, like, as part of the clue, he would have to sing about, like, the celebrity, but not give it away. <laughs> okay. It was bad. It was mm. really bad. I mean, mm. it was like, a little bit. Yeah, I, I, you know, you're talking about it, and it does jog your memory. I think I might yeah. have seen one, maybe two episodes of that. It's bad. It was, uh, yeah. It, it was, was painful, really man. bad. It was, it was really painful. Bad. I mean, I mean, God bless, God bless ABC's trying to bring game shows back in the summer, but like right. some, of the, some, of the, some of the stuff that they've brought back is like, it, but, that didn't work. That didn't I don't work know. at all. <laughs> yeah, that you'll be work. somebody that you'll work in life <laughs> but he's like I want to say like Bolton's done like some Sandler films and done some cameos like some humorous cameos to like get his career into like yes. that yeah, that, some... Mike, that Mike Tyson sphere of I can do like something quirky because I'm Michael Bolton kind of shit you know <laughs> um, that kind of thing I feel like but I could be wrong um well, it's kind of like what was it? Uh, there's this other guy, comedian, trying to think. He's like he comes out in like a few films. Uh, dang, I can't think of his name. It'll come to me. Oh, hey, speaking of speaking of funny stuff, Mike, I because I, I don't. Do you check the? How often do you check the the Instagram for us for for the for the podcast? Uh, not often, no. To be okay, because I that's why I didn't send them to you, and I don't have a way to send them to you on on regular messenger. Yeah, I don't I have a personal sending, Instagram I account. Sending, I keep sending Ivan all this shit that I find. Oh, my gosh. All this, all this real <laughs> shit. And I think he's going to die. Because, like, literally, some of them were so Some of them were so funny. Oh, my God. I had to, I had to go. You had me chase. You had me chasing down the hall on some of them, man. Oh my yeah. god, they were so funny. That Michaela girl is hysterical. <laughs> I mean, and on a scale of like one to ten, she's like a thirty-five in terms of yeah. like gorgeous. But she she plays it off like she's the dumbest woman on the planet, really, really well. And and the best is, it's like it's all about her expressions and eye expressions and. And reactions well, and stuff. Yeah, it is. Exactly. It's almost like you're like, watching a live animated cartoon. It's really yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, like, I'll give Mike an example. So they have yeah. this, like, this guy who does a voiceover, and it's like, like, the guy will be like, would you like a full face of vitamins? And she's like, oh, I'd like that. How do I get that? 
I'm sorry. It's, he's like, I, I'm sorry. It was a full face mask of vitamins. It's like, how do I get a full face mask of vitamins? And then she's like looking in the, like a few moments. They're like a few moments later. They She looks in the chat. She's like, oh, wait, no, no. I don't want a full face of full vitamins. <laughs> I don't need a full. I don't need a full face of vitamin mass. No, no, I don't need that. Mike, uh, uh, I think Mike took a second to figure uh-huh. out that one yeah, too. I think it um, always was so. You know, like like I saw one the other day. Like I, actually, I'm gonna get kicked out of this too. It's like there's one that's like there's an audio where somebody's talking about how blow how blowjobs are good are, are good for you because because it's a sausage. Two nuts and a protein shot. It's like they start playing it for like they'll play it in like the sit there. Like the, the wife or the girlfriend will sit there and just start at first they'll laugh about it and then they'll be like, mm, got a point. Yeah, no, it isn't two nuts and a protein shot. Um, yes, that is correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, man! You know, but <laughs> my man Mike, man, he's been filling up the pages of the Jive Vibe this week, yeah, man. No. Good on you. <laughs> no, but like I said, I mean, it's funny because like some of the some of the stuff is like like there's like I think I told you about the one where they literally like they were she's they're like. How do you keep Michaela in suspense? How? <laughs> How do you do that? You gotta tell me your what. Like, and then I sent you the other one with the blonde brewer thing, right? Where right, right, where, yeah. And that woman's got some serious aim. Like the Bears need to hire that woman. Yeah, I think we talked about that last week, where she threw she threw something at the dude. Yeah, but now I haven't seen it. Now he can back me up on this. Yeah. Does she not have like? She's got the arm, dude. Okay. I mean, like, uh, I mean yeah, she, she, would, she would shave Jay Cutler in a minute, okay? I know. Seriously. I'm like, uh, no, seriously, like, okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm like sitting there watching this going, man, every freaking – and it's like you can tell it's not a cut, okay? No, you know, no it's, it's a clean no shot. Edit. It's a clean, clean shot. It's a clean shot. It's a every clean shot. Time. Yeah, clean Every shot. Time, clean shot to yeah. the back of the head. I mean, it's like damn, somebody like ought to sign her like to like a softball contract or some shit like that. That's impressive. Yeah. She, she knows to throw where the head is going to be, not where it is. <laughs> I guess. I mean, so you know, when some people can figure out uh, geometry that quick in order to make that Uh, split second decision, that's amazing. Okay, like I said. But yeah, I've been I've been killing Ivan. I've been killing with Ivan. Ivan with all these IG stuff. Oh my gosh! Yes, you guys. There's one. There's one I saw. There's one I saw that was absolutely hysterical the, today, the, the other day. I'm dying. I found it. I found it and I put it. I posted it on my Facebook. It was not funny. It was this. She's like, I bet my daughter that she couldn't find life on Mars. She pulls out. She pulls out a Mars bar and takes, and then pulls out like a small cup of life cereal and puts it on top of it. Okay. And she's like, and the next comment is the next comment is like. That little shit. 
Like I said, I like, that's why I laugh in some regards. It's like, man, the real comedy is like. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're all making TikTok videos. Yeah. And some of them are making a fortune doing it. Maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe we need to get Ivan on TikTok. <laughs> you know what? Probably too. Probably too. <laughs> figure out how to get Ivan on TikTok and monetize yeah. it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, get Ivan to do like Ivan does dumb things. I mean, I, I, I right off the bat, you know. <laughs> okay. Like, like if we, like if we had hit TikTok and he had eaten like the like piping ridiculously hot like donut that time. Oh yeah, the, he'd have probably gone, he'd the have spicy gone viral. Yeah, yeah, the spicy donut. Jalapeno <laughs> donut. Yeah. He'd have probably gone viral. So. We got, we got to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Mike, I, I know Ivan t- tossed it to me, but I got a bunch of stuff, so I figured I'd go to Mike first. Uh, okay, okay, so, Mike, you take so it what's away. You been, what's, what you been up to? What's, what you been doing? Uh, well, I had a weekend off, but um, just personal family shit, so not not mm. been very uh, very active. I did have a game night Saturday night. We played this uh, zombie board game called Last Night on Earth, and it was pretty cool. Mm. Uh, not bad. It was from the same company that made this other card game called Touch of Evil. And it's okay. not – there's no card art. It's all photographs of, like, actors and cosplayers as different mm. characters. So, like, Jenny, the farm girl, is the same as, you know, Lucy, the nurse, you know, on these <laughs> cards. Uh, which is, has a charm to it. You know, it makes it different. Yeah. You know, good on them for instead of, well, sure, they could have hired an artist, but instead they paid some actors and just, you know, gave them some costumes and says, hey, we need you yeah. to be, you know, uh, so-and-so, the, the, the sheriff's son. You know, okay, so we can play that. But that was, that was a fun game. And then... They should have had like they should have had one where it was like where they accidentally on purpose like had her like in the farmer's daughter daughter outfit, but really it's part of the nurse outfit where it's kind of like a wild card or something like that on purpose. Yeah. That'd yeah. be kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the salesman's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Uh, spent two hours at AT and T last week getting a oh, new phone. Cool. Because oh. my iPhone, my 7 Plus, is, uh, it wasn't holding a charge anymore, and that, and I need my phone more because I'm using my phone a lot more for work. And mm. my company oh. comps me like 50 bucks a month for my data plan. So, like, oh, okay. Cool. So I upgraded mm. my phone, but it took me like two hours, uh, mostly just to do the sales yeah. pitch and to have all my stuff transferred over to the new phone. And then, like, picking out contracts. And then the, the place got busy and the salesman had to help somebody else while I was waiting, just sitting there waiting for my phone to, like, watching the progress bar. So that was unpleasant, but I got it done. So um did my taxes, so yay. Um, uh, I still owe a little bit to the state, but I got uh, the federal on the way, so yay. Um, what else? Um, yeah, just training bullshit for work. Jeff, I'm sorry, but uh, I couldn't get through the episode three of Peacemaker. I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm done. Um, it's all right. It's just that it's gratuitous to the point where, like, okay, 
Or like I and, and it's entertaining in certain ways, but it's just it's just not for me. Uh, um what else? Uh yeah, we'll get into Book of Boba Fett and uh the oh yeah, we got the Orville uh teaser um the uh, posted that like immediately. That was super cool. But like, of course, they pushed it back to June. So then, like Seth MacFarlane posted on social media saying, "We're working really hard. We're sorry." And here's a teaser: it's the opening segment and the opening new opening credits to uh, season three of the Orville. Like, I think it's where really they're calling it New Horizons now, where it gets mm-hmm. into the war with the um, the machine race, which is the robot dude who's like the the anal, like sort of like the data. Because uh, <laughs> this is pretty much a Star Trek ripoff. I mean, they're pretty blatant about it, but. Um, but now the Orville is coming in June, so yay! That that's that looks awesome. I uh, can't wait. Um, so yeah, that's all I've been doing this week. Uh, did some shoveling, and uh, oh yeah, we had this had this donut truck coming to town. And you've had you've ever had cinnamon sh- uh, warm cinnamon donuts warm in a paper bag oh. from a food truck. And oh man, I destroyed a bag the other day. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Like goodbye New Year's Diet. Everybody's yeah. favorite little dealer. Yeah, our little dealer. Yeah, the little uh, suppliers are uh, yeah. setting up camp soon. So yeah. uh, before so before I, I uh, sorry, go ahead, Jack. Uh, yeah. So all the weight I I think actually I'd done real good in December. I mean, like this is like the first time ever I like lost weight between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then Christmas came, and like, yeah, I know, you know, just spend the day grazing. And then between now the the donut truck and now the Girl Scouts, and yeah, you haven't got a chance. I say that's all. Mm. I like, gained it all back. So oh well. So try and lose it some more another way. Yeah, but, donut oh, trucks outside. Don't, donut trucks outside. Ace being like, come here, you fat fucker. Let's go. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I had a, there was a family in front of me, uh, and they're like, yeah, we're from Barrington. We just like (laughs) we drove. We people drive out uh, like you know like half an hour to an hour away just to go to the donut truck, and and you can get cider there too, and eat the donuts and cider. They just they don't (laughs) even go into the store to to shop. They just oh my god they buy the donuts and cider and then they sit in their cars and eat. Oh my God, that's wonderful! Yeah. That as long as so you've got cool. some vodka to put in the cider, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, it's Sunday morning. Could be, you know, maybe something else or a Bloody Mary or uh, something. Yeah, so, yeah, that's uh, that's all for me. Put a little shot of okay, before before we jump to uh, to Jeff's, let me combine my interlude just for a moment. Uh, my uh, my 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 fabulous Ivan's Ivan's in trouble with his finger award. Uh, for uh, traveling through Netflix and getting hooked up with Disenchanted. <laughs> and what's what's that? Disenchantment. That's Disenchantment. It's the uh, it's the uh, the same people that make uh, Futurama and uh, Family Guy. Have you guys no. uh, have you oh, Futurama yeah, and Family yeah, Guy are made by I two different know. people? Oh, well, he the, means he means he means The Simpsons and Futurama. Okay. Yeah, Disenchanted. I had forgotten. How do you get Family that? Guy confused with The Simpsons? It's Ivan. Yeah. Okay. It's Ivan. All right. Proceed. So anyway, so anyway, yeah. So here's here's the thing, and uh, 
Of course, you know, going through Netflix, I'm thinking, oh, I ought to have something, a little something to talk about on the show on Monday. Let me go ahead and check this out. So, you know, I go ahead. I get nipped. I come back in. I get to the Netflix. I'm just like, oh, this looks kind of cool. It looks like a, you know, uh, it looks like it's like, it's like the Simpsons, but it's kind of like, uh, like, you know, the, uh, uh, Knights of the Round Table and all this other stuff. Yeah. Let's go ahead and check this out. So I popped my finger in there and off it went. I got hooked into the first season and and, and uh, I'm halfway through the second season. Uh, two mm. days worth of binging <laughs> before I got here. <laughs> and I have to say I'm quite taken by it. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, and, and like I said, it's not for the kids, okay? No. It's, it's got its gratuitous, it's got its, not gratuitous, but it's got nudity. Uh, you know, you got the little demon, he's he's always smoking something. If he's smoking cigs, he's smoking weed, but he's always smoking something. And uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, I have to say, it was, uh, you know, uh, I, I love the way it's set up as far as like the, the scenarios, the art, everything is very engaging, very much what you would see in, like, Futurama, what you would see in uh, The Simpsons, what you would see in, you know, uh, animations of this point. And uh, it, it, was just, it, it, was, it was great to look at. The stories were funny. Uh, there are some moments where you kind of, ah, I don't know if that's going to age real good, but, you know, but for a lot of it, yeah, it's, it's, I found it very entertaining. So, yeah, so there's my little there's my little uh, dip on uh, on Netflix this week. The uh, the, uh, the the driving fi- uh, figure of funniness happening over here on Netflix. We'll see what I come up with next week on that particular. So ta-da! Is that has that still been production? They still making episodes of that? Yes, they are. They're going into a. I think there's three seasons right now, and I think there's a season four. I think they get they greenlit as well. Okay. Yeah, so you know it's it, it, yeah, and uh, you know, and and I have to say the stories that are within them, and if you really pay attention, the humor is very fast and furious. Blinking, you'll miss it, but if you want listen to it head on, it's really very funny. So, and uh, you just you get lost in it after a while. So yeah. Uh, Princess Bean, and of course uh, the uh, the princess who goes and uh, uh, lives the life of yeah. You know what? I have a I have a brother who is half lizard who is heir to the throne, and uh, okay, I got my father. Ivan, we lost Ivan. Or did I lose me? I lost me. Okay, hold on. Need to go back in. Hello, yeah. I'm back. Okay. Yeah, you're back. I'm back. Okay, Are you okay? What happened? You had a no, I just out? I got kicked out. I got booted from the room for some reason. Oh, I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I'm I didn't do it. Who farted? I don't know. Uh, uh he was smelted dealt it. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so that's my little nibble in the corner of my time on Netflix. Okay. Usually, I don't always get one in, but you know. No, it's good. You watched more more TV than I did. <laughs> yeah, uh, in the last two days. <laughs> yeah, and my my coworkers like you watching eighteen eighty three. I'm like oh, I haven't watched past episode one. I really. Oh, and yeah. they did they did greenlight uh, greenlight episode uh, season five. Yep. 
Um, uh, but that won't uh, be. We won't get episodes of that till like to the end of the year at best. So, okay, of Yellowstone. Yeah, but 1883 I, is like, yeah, I'll get around to it. I'm not in a hurry. No. Then I've just I've dropped like uh, Prodigy. I've been watch. I was watching Star Trek Prodigy for a while, and and now I think they're up to the. I think it's close to its like season finale. Now hmm. I do want to get back to that. So there's television that's to be watched, but I'm just stay. I'm not feeling it right now. No, okay. I understand. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. What's up with you, Jeff? So, yeah. So, um, let's see. So, while Ivan was watching that on Netflix, I got stuck with watching something with my mom on Netflix called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. That's a pretty long title. Wow. Yeah. Was it a short story? <laughs> long um... title, short story, yeah. <laughs> so, so, it's, it's eight half kind of eight half hours episodes uh it's starring Kristen bell and uh from uh veronica mars and heroes and And the voice of anna and what and what's that other what's the popular what's that one popular oh the the good place yes with um uh, ted danson Danson. yeah Yeah. that that i still haven't watched but i need to uh so anyway she's in it and apparently, the best way I can describe this is Netflix has decided that they're going to make Lifetime shows and movies, okay? Only with more budget, bigger names, and 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 just a little bit better versions of them, if you understand what I mean. Because, like, I'm noticing, like, that they seem to be making some of these things. And the... I will tell you now, this is one of those shows that if it wasn't for the fact that I was watching with my mom, I will tell you now, I would have Mystery Science 3000 this thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, first, I mean, so, so let, let's start with, so the wife, this woman who's estranged from her husband or divorced and is depressed because her her daughter died but and and wait wait till you hear how her daughter died and literally i'm like what the fuck um so she sees she's like drinking like wine like it's like like you we drink bottles of water i mean wow. like, like to give you perspective she's got a she's got like a a, a glass bowl in the middle of her of her of her kitchen table mm-hmm. and it has corks in it and the corks are overflowing off of out of out of the bowl and it's a large bowl and wow. on top of and then on top of it she's taken like like drugs that she's been prescribed to take <laughs> while she's doing it so she essentially witness she thinks she witnesses a murder but nobody seems to believe her. And then she decides, I didn't hallucinate this. I'm not making this up. So I'm going to look into it. Oh. And, and, yeah. and let's just say there's a bunch of things that happen that literally I'm just like, where is your phone to take pictures so they don't think you're a dumbass? <laughs> I mean, like, there's literally like, like, if you could like, okay, so she tails the person and she's like watching the person 
and she walks down the alley to go see what he's doing. And it's like, why did you walk down the alley? Why didn't you just wait to see what he was up to? <laughs> and of course she makes a noise. Of course she makes a noise and then magically he gets caught. And it's like, <laughs> um, I mean, it's just the whole way. And then we find out, we find out how the daughter died. So apparently her ex-husband is, works for the FBI and is a profiler of serial killers. Now, wait, wait, here comes the fun. Because literally when I heard this, I'm like, really? No one is going to, okay, I just got to say it. So apparently, it's take your daughter to work day. <laughs> and he's going to take her to work with him. And she's, so she's literally in the room with a serial killer when he's about to talk to the serial killer. Oh okay. Wait, it gets better. And then the warden comes into the, into the room. Well, the guy is like doesn't have any cuffs or any like, or, or is is kind of mobile, and it's like, oh hey, we need to talk to you for a second in the other room. Well, apparently, the door to the room where she's in with the maniac serial killer closes, <sighs> and they can't get it open. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and apparently, he eats he eats her. What? Oh. Oh my god. What? Well, let's let's go back to before the eat part. Let's go to the part where it's like let me see if I've got this. Right, let's let's go back to before that part. Let's go to the part where I sit there and go. At what point if you're gone okay, fine, you're taking your daughter with you to work. At what point did you think it was smart for you to take her into an interrogation room? With a damn serial killer, she's eight years old. Hmm. Well, this like, show sounds this sounds so so dumb. Um, the, the now I will say I can't remember what episode it is. There's an episode where there's where like there's a part of the plot that happens, and there's a guy, and the next thing you know, Kristen Bell is having sex with this guy. And when I say having sex with this guy, like, it's like Bridget heard and level sex. Like, <laughs> you don't see, like, full frontal, or you don't see, like, anything like that, but you it's pretty graphic. What, it's, was just no, like a no, silhouette? Like, on the... No, no, like, literally you see them, like, doing it on stairs. Like, okay. doing it on the kitchen table. I mean, it's, like, pretty graphic. Hmm. Like, yeah. you get, like, do you see your boobs? No. Oh. I mean, you see, it's. I don't know how. It's like the porn companies that do it, where you like they tastefully put shit so you can't. Oh, see Oh, like shit. the soft core shit. Yeah. Ah. Except, except the amusing part is this is more hardcore than that. I mean, literally, it's like, wow, holy shit. Okay. I mean, like they're really going at it, hmm. and it's like I'm like, let's wow. Do, I mean, <laughs> well, it's too bad that we I don't. Mean, uh, I mean, you, you know. let me say this: you see enough of Kristen Bell that it's like. I'd watch it for a few minutes again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, because I think neither of you guys are going to watch it. So I might watch keep... a couple minutes of it. <laughs> so, so they're twisting around about who exactly did this or what or whatnot. And, and, in the, and it's like, there was one possibility that I sat there and I'm like, they would never go here, would they? I mean, they would never do that. I mean, 
I thought there was a possibility, but it's like, oh shit, really? That's where you went? Yeah, you went there. This? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I can say this because neither one of you are going to watch it. So the woman who she sees dies is a, is the girlfriend of this guy who lives across the street. Okay. Okay. And apparently the person who killed them was like, I can't remember if she's eight or ten, but the ten-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. The little girl basically has killed everybody. And she walks into the in the house, and then she's killed, like, a bunch of other people. And then literally there's a scene where, like, literally Kristen Bell can't fight off, like, a ten-year-old. Mm-hmm. Where, like, literally, like, the ten-year-old is, like, picking her ass. Mm. And I'm like, really? I mean, it, I mean, I guess it's possible. I mean, once you're injured... I guess that show possible. sounds terrible. But, but I, oh no! <laughs> I mean, I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, again, I'm watching it because mom wants to watch this, and it's like, and you're watching this with of, your mother? Oh my god! She wanted to watch this. Well, this is uh, Mike. This is typical shit you see on Lifetime. This is how it goes, except it's a little bit higher on the a little more milk toast. Like I said, it's a beefed up version of Lifetime movies. Okay, except this is it's it's better. It's a be- way more premium version of a lifetime movie or, or something along this line. And it wasn't even a movie, it's a series. And the best part is in the mm-hmm. end she's going to visit a friend of hers in mm-hmm. in New York and then she's on a flight and there's a woman who sits down next to her and then the woman goes the woman goes and like everything like time passes, things are good. She's back with the husband. You know, they have a new child, all this stuff. She's going to visit this friend of hers in, in New York. She's on the plane. Some woman sits down next to her where she's sitting. And then she goes to go to the bathroom and she opens the bathroom and the woman and the woman's dead. And then she goes to explain that the woman's dead and everybody says nobody. And then, of course, magically, she's that that woman's not there. But then she finds something that proves that she had to be there. And it's like, really, you're going to do this again for a season two? You're kidding me. <laughs> Oh boy! I like honestly, oh seriously, boy. like I said, I I watched it on level of amusement where literally it's like take a picture with your phone. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with like with like murder mysteries and horror films. Like having cell phones, um, kind of kind of takes away from that. Well, it's like I mean, some of the things where it's just like okay. There's a level of where it's like, okay, fine. She didn't do this. She didn't do that. She wasn't thinking about it. But there comes to a point where she's at the level of, of paranoia and needs proof. It's not like she doesn't know that she has a phone. It's not like she doesn't have a phone. It's just magically at no point in time does it come into her Well, brain. when you're on a plane, you have to have that. your... your, your... No, I'm talking before that. I'm talking about oh. the entire series. Oh, okay. But literally at no point does she sit there and go, I should take a picture Maybe her plan doesn't permit for it. <laughs> but not just. But this is events that take place not, but when she's on a plane. Right. No, I'm not talking about on the plane. I'm talking about like the entire series. Like literally. Yeah. Like little little silly common sense things where it's like, if you were in the situation or the scenario, you'd be like, you'd be like, okay, and like one one circumstance after a while, you're like, okay, fine. Another circumstance, sure, okay. 
But after a while, you'd be like, I should probably start, like, documenting shit and taking pictures and, you know, covering my ass a little bit here. And at no mm-hmm. point does she do that. Not one. <laughs> not one. Not once. Not at all. And it's like, okay, I guess. Oh, that's the other thing. Then near the end, the husband. So apparently the therapist is her husband who's been prescribing the drugs. And he's like, oh, I guess I prescribed too heavy of a drug for you. So I'm going to move you to like Zoloft or something like that. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, it, this is one of those things where it's like, it's four hours because it's it's half hours, um, and there's eight of them. Okay. And all I can say to you is, I literally was like, I, it's funny. Some people are like, "What'd you think?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, you might like it, but I thought it was kind of. I mean, I mean, the act. Let, let me on. Let me be honest. The acting was good. You know, the people in it were good, but they're all. You know." And certainly they add some suspense factor to it. So it's got a little bit of suspense and, and a little, I wouldn't call it horror, but it certainly has that thriller feel to it, if you know what I mean. And and so there's a part of me where I'm just kind of like, there's just a part of me where I'm kind of like, I mean, I'll give him credit for that. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like sitting here and I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, so... So there was that. Um, so I caught that over the weekend. And then what else did I catch over the weekend? Obviously, the, the three episodes of the Pam and Tommy Lee thing with the, with, with this, with the talking penis. Yeah. Um, I did watch Peacemaker. Um, what is this episode five now? Six. Six? Okay. Six. And everybody's astounded by the fact that apparently John Cena can, like, play the piano at like a high level hmm. uh, which is impressive um, I, I based on what you've said yeah you probably wouldn't like the rest of it if you're getting too it's, much to that level of violence I, the, honestly I'm not seeing it as that bad but okay um, you know I don't I don't put it at nearly as I don't put it nearly as dark as as some of the other DC EU shows but you know I I Maybe it's just because I there's enough humor and campiness to it that I don't I don't okay. Well, I'm glad, glad you're enjoying it. Okay, but you know, to me, like I said, I you know, we're we're starting to get to some of the interesting parts of it. Um, it's starting to get interesting. Um, the butterflies are making their move. Uh, apparently, the white dragon is out, and he's going to try to go kill Pit, go kill Peacemaker. And all this is happening at the same time, and Peacemaker is now like the most wanted man on in the in the in the country, um, thanks to something that Waller that Waller gave her daughter to put in Peacemaker's trailer, and unfortunately the butterflies found it because you know the I think you've seen the third episode where the he's keeping the butterfly, the um, the mechanical device like almost looks like a miniature oh, spaceship. No, later on. Later on, he actually keeps one of the butterflies. Oh, okay. Um, and he's keeping it because he wanted to find out more information, so he was keeping it alive. And so something happens where they come to the trailer, and the the glass jar that it's in accidentally breaks, and it goes into the one it goes into the one of the cops. And so, like now, the police force in the city are all like butterflies. Oh, okay. And it, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty ugly. <laughs> um, 
yeah, but it, it should be interesting to see where it goes. I'm, like I said, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm enjoying it. Cena is just absolutely killing. Yeah, he's it great in it. He I mean he he carries the show. He he's 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 capable of. He got a, he has a great uh, screen charisma. Yeah, no, he's he's really solid in this. And in fairness, the other actors are doing a great job too with what they've what they've been given. Yeah. Um, it just feels like they're finally kind of moving into phase two towards a plot. I just there's a part of me where I'm just like. Okay, this ought to be interesting. I'm curious to see where this goes, considering what the quote-unquote... We still haven't gotten an understanding of who the big-picture villain is or if there's a bigger-picture villain Who the mastermind, right. Right, who that is or if there is one. Um, We'll see. You know, again, it's... You know, God bless James Gunn. He either, either... This is something he's made up, which is possible, but James Gunn likes to go on deep cuts even on stuff like I've seen like that he's done like with Guardians of the Galaxy where he'll do some stuff deep cut on purpose that I have a feeling that this is something that we all would we all might think that we know we might all recognize later when we go oh of course but right now I'm like I don't know who this is Hmm. and I don't know what this is Um, as long as we're talking about DC shows so apparently, the guy who plays Hawk in the Titans is um, is playing Jack Reacher in the new Amazon Reacher show. All right, on Amazon. He's, yeah, he seemed like it. He was he was an okay actor. Uh, he's really good in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be honest. I've never seen the Reacher movies. I've never, I've never seen the Jack Reacher movies with Tom Cruise. I've never read the books. Um, I'm impressed with what I, I'm about. I'm through four episodes. There's a total of eight. It's a high recommend. That was it's fun, and he's good, and he's doing a great job. Um, and I can't blame him at all about the fact of leaving the Titans show for this because this is a far better, more impressive vehicle for that guy. Um, and he does a great job, and he he's really killing it on that show, right. literally. Good, but um, cool. So so there's that. Uh, that was good. Um, also caught something else on Netflix. This is something else Ivan might be interested in. You guys might both find interesting. So there's a new show, and I think it's with Will Arnett, called Murderville. Mm. And basically what it is is it's half hours, and I can't remember what the first size. So Will Arnett's playing this detective Seattle, and there's a, it's kind of like a murder mystery thing, except each week they bring in a new guest who knows has no idea what's going on. Yeah, you told me about all. this. Yeah, and they ad lib. Yeah. And they ad lib. Yeah. So the first one the first episode is I've only gotten through two episodes. The first episode is Conan O'Brien and I'll be honest, I was kind of like it wasn't very good and I was surprised because I thought Conan would be more interesting, but I was kind of bored. So the second episode is Marshawn hired running back from the Seattle Seahawks. And and Marshawn is a unique character to begin with, and he's just he absolutely nails it, and he's great in this. I mean, he, he's amazing. Like literally, like one of the things he's talking about is um, like one of the things he does in like the like he's like I want to change my name from um, from Marshawn to like Detective Bagabitch. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, then I, I could sit there and say, yeah, I bagged that bitch. 
Um, <laughs> and, and but I will say you really have to watch to catch the clues. And I did feel kind of like at the end, like it's like okay, this is a lot of work for me to pay attention to to try to figure out if I if who did it or who didn't. Like they give you a couple suspects, and then it's kind of a who done it kind of clue kind of thing where it's like. They have, like, the three suspects that are there. And then, you know, Marshawn, like, the guest of the week chooses who they think it is. And then, like, the police chief walks in and goes, what are you doing? And it's like, well, so-and-so has pinned this, uh, has figured out the murderer. It's this. And they're like, so-and-so. And it's either you're right or wrong. Now, Conan O'Brien was dead right. Marshawn Lynch was dead wrong. Hmm. And, then, oh, and, then they, and then they explain what happened. You know, and how it works. So, it's. I, I think there's another four. Interesting take on uh, episodic television. Yeah, it, there's another four episodes. They're half hours. I'll probably check them out. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I, I caught this week. Um. So, so those are the big things, and then, um, you know. Yesterday was my clubhouse. Well, for on on Sunday my clubhouse anniversary. So I've been on clubhouse for over about a year now. So um, so you know, got a little bit of the you know did a little of the victory lap and hung out with some people, um, you know, and and along those lines. And um, trying to think of anything else that I did in the last week. Oh, I think I did catch a minute of the Pro Bowl. And yeah. God, that thing, that thing is brutal. Yeah, NFC, it got their uh, well. Kicked. I mean, it just looks like flag football. But I think I figured yeah. out. I think I figured out what they need to do. I think I figured it out. Because either one of you like remember like MTV Rock and Jock basketball at uh, all? Vaguely. Yeah, okay. I can. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, I don't Where, like, really. if you shot it from, like, three-quarter length of the of, of the court, it's like, yeah. it was, like, 75 points or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there was, like, crazy, all kinds of crazy-ass rules. I feel like they should, like, turn it into, like, kind of, like, more of that kind of thing, like a video game kind of thing. And then what they really need to do is, like, they need to do a... They need to, like, have, like, a... Like, you know how, like, a Wheel of Fortune, it's, like, you have your your wheel of fortune like number, and if a certain person wins a certain prize, you get the prize too. Yeah, they need to like do that for the Pro Bowl. That would be a great idea. That's a great idea. Or or like where it's like you could kind of be like, hey, so and so is on so and so from yeah, like like for example, Ivan Rivera from Chicago, Illinois, is is on the clock right now. If Pat Mahomes does this he gets this if pat mahomes does that who's your at home player (laughs) right that kind of thing the grand prize game yeah where it's like yeah where it's like if pat mahomes throws a touchdown ivan gets a thousand bucks if he throws like a five yard pass it's like 50 bucks you know if if he throws a first down he gets like a hundred you know that kind of crazy i remember um my friend uh my 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 dad's friend uh, they flew to Vegas to watch the Super Bowl in in, mm. in eighty six when the Bears were going, and my dad's friend made a bet with a guy on the plane that the fridge would score a touchdown at the Super Bowl, and he won, and the dude mailed wow. him like a check. My biggest mistake, 
My, okay, so my biggest mistake was I'm working at Sporting News at the time, and they've got and the Bears are in the Super Bowl against the Colts, and I remember. And and so, you know, we have people who are doing live at at Mandalay Bay. So they've got like the odd sheets on like all the prop bets and shit. And so we had them up in like the, just for like jokes, we had them up in like the back of Master Control. And the odds on Devin Hester running one back was eight to one. Yep. And I looked at it and I'm like, man, if I had 50 to 100 bucks, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I should hit this prop bet. Okay. And if I had hit the prop back, I'd have made about like 800 bucks. First play of the game. Yeah. Well, and wait, here comes the better one. Okay. If you had Devin Hester as the first player to score, it was thirty-five to one. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. That'd have been a good payoff. Yeah. 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 Not not kickoff, not kick return, just first player. First overall. player to score any points. Yeah. And yeah. and I wouldn't have picked that, but I would have gone for the kick return for eight to one. And I and I, it was so funny when he did it. I'm like. I was like, son of a... Yeah. And the worst part is, like like I said, there were guys in Vegas where I could have been like, hey, I'll wire you the money. Just get me the ticket, okay? Mm-hmm. And get it for me, and, and we're good. And I could have done it, and I'm like, son of a bitch. It was so funny because people mm-hmm. were like, what? Like, I saw the prop bet at 8-1 to one for Devin Hester, and I'm like, shit, I should have taken it. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, I guess. So that's what um, they need to do, I guess, with the Pro Bowl. Let's just spice it up with some some wacky news. It's like uh, make it like a pinball game. Yeah. Have like flippers in there. I don't know about flippers. Make it like American Gladiators or something. I don't know. Well, it's like you know, like certain people are like. Well, I mean, like certain people are like complaining about like it looks like more like a video game. Well, okay, let's then let's let's go let's let's go full uh, video game on it then. Right. Like, I mean, here's the thing. If it's not entertaining, what can we do to make it entertaining and fun? Right. Okay. Well, let's because the players aren't going to stress themselves over it, so they need to add. You need to add a new right. dynamic. Well, and the music part is the players. Here's the music part: if Johnny in Seattle can make a thousand bucks because so and so can, so and if so and so scores a touchdown, they might be a little bit more inclined to do shit. You know what I mean? Because like they get it, they're like, oh shit. It's on me to score, so do this so Johnny can make his money. You know, you get the idea. Well, then they'd be like, well, then who's to say that then if Johnny might, you know, like get his cut or whatever, you know, there might be some, if the players are aware of their, of their bets or whatever, then there might be some. Wait, no, no, it's not like a bet. It'd be like something like they, like they randomly pull a name. Right, right. Like not a bet bet, like a randomly pull a name, like. Okay, so here's what's got to happen right now. And the name we pulled is so-and-so from Tacoma, you know, Johnny from Tacoma, Washington. Right, yeah, right. And, and if, if in the next series of downs, so-and-so score, you know, like, you know, like, for example, it could be something as simple as, like, if Jonathan Taylor rushes for three for three yards and the next four plays, he wins a 1000 bucks. You know, I don't know. I mean dumbass shit like that and the best part is 
You could probably get companies to sponsor it too. And you know, his winnings are sponsored by like McDonald's, you know. You know, that kind of you know, that kind of thing. I mean, let let's I mean if if we're if it's gonna be bad and it's gonna be dumb, let's embrace it. That's right, exactly. Go full in on it. Go full all in right. on it. Let's mm-hmm. just and, and make it ridiculously fun. It's like, yeah, they got to shake up the Pro Bowl, I think. You're right. I, th- I agree with this assessment. Right, because you're not going to get them to play. I mean, look, nobody really wants – I mean, don't get me wrong. It'd be nice for us to see them really play hard. They just want to spend a week in Hawaii, right? Is that what it's no, about? No, it's in Vegas oh, now. It's in Vegas this year. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's even worse. First, first, at least, you know, there are, it's even better. It's like, okay, at least in Hawaii, they might have actually been sober for the game. You know, <laughs> they – you know, and they might have actually gotten sleep. Vegas, they're probably out to like dawn. Yeah, the night. Well, they might have gotten uh, forty winks before the game that morning. Yeah, they might have like. What are you talking about? They might have like come from wherever they were at. Right, right from the casino, the right from the hotel, right. Yeah, like literally, like okay, we were at the Mons, we were at like the Mons Venus last night, and like yeah, you know, or or the Palomino Club till like closed at four in the morning, and hey, guess what? You know, oh, we got play. Okay, sure. You know, um, or we took a trip to the Mustang Ranch, and hey, guess what? Time to go play. You know, or I was at the tables till like seven a.m. this morning. You know, um, you know, I don't know. Again, it's it's okay. To me, with Vegas, it's even more amusing because it's like, okay, now you can get yourself even more trouble than you did in Hawaii. It's like okay. Uh, so yeah. Um, all right. So I guess we can get to what news have we got? I guess we can get it to Boba Fett though. Yeah. Let's do the Boba Fett thing. And then all we right. can get moving. All right. This is episode six and episode seven will drop before this episode airs. So as like I said, episode six, just after last week when some news dropped and like, Oh man, I hope we'll be able to, record tonight and we are so i'm glad i'm here to discuss episode six of book of boba fett otherwise mm-hmm. known as episode two season three of mandalorian i just just it's just just proof positive that this episode this is clearly just episode two season three of the mandalorian i mean this really does not fit into what we've watched the last four up the first four episodes so it's really interesting. I've had conversations with other people about this, and I had conversations on Clubhouse, and it's really interesting. You and I look at it this way, and here's the here's what I'm getting back from people. What well, was good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good I Star Wars. Good. Yeah, I'm eating it up. Good. I'm liking it. Right. And it's like, or this is a different type of. I, I'm hearing a lot of, like, a lot of pushback from people being like, "I'm enjoying it." Stop. And it's like. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it seems strange that, and people are like, "Why are you, why are you complaining?" I'm like, "I'm not complaining." I, okay. Apparently, you can't sit there and be confused about the fact that apparently, The Mandalorian has taken up almost two full episodes yeah. of 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 the Book of Boba. Yeah, where Fett Boba Fett was without... practically non-existent in Episode yeah. Six, and he wasn't in anywhere in Episodes Five. Right. And, and, but apparently, if you say something like that, it's like, well, we're enjoying it. It's like, I didn't say I wasn't enjoying it. I'm saying... saying, I'm saying this, is the name of, this is the name of the show. 
Right, this is the name of the show. You expect to see the title character in every episode of the show. Well, or if you're not going to, that's fine, but there's only seven episodes. Until we get a season two, or whatever, if they, unless yeah. season two of Book of Boba Fett is going to be actually season three of The Mandalorian. Well, right, and, and that that's something that's been talked about, too, is like, okay, so it's possible that whatever is going on on Tatooine is going to basically go right into Mandalorian season three. And that's what part of this is. And it's like, like they're talking about, Oh, well, they're doing non linear storytelling. And I'm like, I don't think that's it. It's like, I don't think that's it at all. I think, and, and like I said, a couple of people, I'm like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm enjoying the heck out of what we're getting, but it's like, again, with the, you've set up a storyline that seems interesting that I'd like to see. And it seems like you're just, I don't know. I saw, I, I sent you a link to a thread that I read on Twitter where literally they were like the book, maybe like they were trying to explain that they thought that the book of Boba Fett essentially meant that the book of Boba Fett includes anybody who in some way, shape or form is, has touched or associated to Boba Fett. Like almost yeah. like, a six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Right. Or like thing. Pulp Fiction kind of like, you know, storytelling like that. Right. Or something along those lines. Cause like technically Luke is connected to Boba Fett. Cause Luke knocked Boba Fett into the Sarlacc pit. So Luke makes sense to have. So, it so the return of the Jedi, no, well, and the empire strikes back is also like, you know, book of Boba Fett. <laughs> right. Well, again, I, and the point being that all these characters are still connected to Boba Fett. Hence the, it's called why it's called the book of Boba Fett even though we're not seeing Boba Fett. And I'm like... Yeah, true. I mean, if this was called The Mandalorian Season 3 and we had four episodes about Boba Fett, we'd be pissed off. Yeah. You know, that's a really good question. And it's funny, because... You know what the funny part is? You know what You know what the funny part is? Is if I broached that to certain people, they'd be like... I know what answer I'd get back. Not if it's any good. And it's like, okay, so basically the long and the short of it is, as long as it's good, you don't give a shit. Okay. It's like, but, you know, so then it becomes one of those where it's like, okay, am I living in Bizarro Land or something? We're getting a Star Wars and and it doesn't suck. So I'm... Right, I think that's the the irony. The irony is it's, it's Star Wars that doesn't suck. And, and, but yet, it's like you and I have the same issue, which is like, it's the book of Boba Fett, and it's about Boba Fett. And, and they where's Boba Fett? Line, <laughs> Boba Fett? Set, Boba Fett? Right, where? Where? Right, exactly. <laughs> literally, like we're all like Han Solo right now. Yeah, seriously, seriously, we're all like, yeah, no, no, low, no joke. Mm. Where it's like, and, and it's like, it's like, okay, I or it's the part where it's like. I kind of liked what storyline we were, what we were going to do, what we were going to go here. Guess we're not going there. All right. I don't know. I mean, it's not to say that I'm in just, I don't know. Again, I feel like it's like we're enjoying it. We're enjoying what we're getting. It's like, yeah. Okay. But does it, doesn't matter if that's the case. We're enjoying it. Go away. Yeah. So the episode, the episode is more of a, is a continuation of, Mm -hmm. We got got his. He got his little Naboo starfighter built, and he uh-huh. flies to the planet where Luke is building a school. And man, when I saw that little radar dish, I'm like, "Oh yeah!" I'm like, 
I, I, I actually, I actually, I got a little teared up when I saw R two D two. Okay, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, my man. My man. Dressed like a bat. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so R two D two, and yeah, and of course we had we saw Luke, and they've improved the CGI. It's not so in uncanny valley. It's uh, that they did better with Luke uh, with the CG, the deep fake or whatever they did. Mm. And Grogu's training, and although I don't know why they why they they built a bench for him and then they made him wait. I don't know if like R two was unable to like traverse the terrain. Now, well, of course, we know the that we we know that's not the, tr- the case because he's got his fucking rocket shit from Episode Two. <laughs> Uh, anyway, getting back on topic. So the Mandalore, so Mando's got to wait to see mm-hmm. Grogu, and he's training with Luke, doing some cool Jedi shit. I will say that R two D two is like sometimes R two D two really is a dick. Oh yeah, where it's like, okay, get the little things to build a bench. I'm gonna shut off now. Build. I'm gonna shut off. Bye. Thanks for playing. <laughs> like, hey, droid. Drive. Hey, 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 wake up, droid. Droid. That's funny. Hey. Yeah, this is uh, going to reinstill Mando's hatred for droids now. <laughs> Probably. Now they're just, they're not trying to kill my parents. Now they're just ignoring me. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, um, meanwhile, while all the shit's going on on this planet that Jedi, or that Luke is uh, training Grogu on, uh, the the pikes are they're moving in. Uh, mm-hmm. They're although he's he's talked to Cobb Vanth in their their town called was it Newtown or Safe Town or whatever it's called Happy Town. I think, I they, give, I think I they're calling it Free Town now. Right? Okay, Happy Town. Let's go. Funky Town. I think it was free. No, I Funky think it was free. Town. Got fun- Funky Town. That's right. Uh, and they're like, yeah, well, we can try and help out, get some, you know, extra extra hands to help this, you know, keep get the pikes off. Oh, yeah, that was a pretty cool scene with uh, Cobb Vanth and uh, some pikes dealing in uh, some trading. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, uh, just outside some moisture farm or something. They have a cool mm-hmm. little shootout. Nice little Old West kind of thing here mm-hmm. going on with Cobb Vanth. Uh, and then, meanwhile, we get, you know, some more of that shit on Tatooine because, okay, the pikes are bad, the spikes is bad and all that. And by the uh, way, huh. that's a shitload of spice. Oh yeah, that is that. Based on what I know from playing Star Wars RPG and looking at the size and how much spice was in there and the, and the depth of uh, the depth of that box. Yeah, it looked like it looked just almost like the regular oh, regular sand, but it was that's, that was that's, spice. That's like probably yeah. that's probably like seven figures spice. Mm. Easy, yeah. Yeah. easy. Easy peasy. Seven million quatloos. <laughs> no. Or whatever, galactic credits or whatever. Uh, there are, although Imperial credits are no good anymore. Uh, so Mando wakes up and guess who's there? It's Ahsoka. Like, yeah, it's Ahsoka. Played by yeah. Rosario Dawson. And eh. Yeah, and, and uh, so they he offers the gift and obviously he explains about how and he remembers uh, about how the, these attachments are bad for his training. It'll it'll it might cause him to 
join the dark side and kill a bunch of younglings and uh, choke Natalie Portman again. So we can't mm-hmm. have that. So she offers to give the gift to Grogu because mm-hmm. even seeing him would set him back too far with his training. So he agrees, and so sad Mando goes, flies away, and Grogu actually sees the little ship. And I'm like, oh, no, Grogu, there's Mando dead. And eventually, you know, we see Loke, a nice little scene with Loke and Ahsoka. And mm-hmm. it would have been cool to fill in the gaps. And then again, it'd be all like, you know, time to commune with Obi-Wan. Hey, how come he never told me about this orange chick? Yeah, well. She was... Anakin's apprentice and a good side piece. <laughs> yeah, um I think the interesting part to me is again what's and I think what's interesting about this is going away from that this is technically the book of Boba Fett, it seems like based on this episode they do have a larger story mapped out. Oh, definitely. And they're setting up for Ahsoka's series, too. Right, so. and Ahsoka's part... Well, but it, the interesting part is because it's possible that an, Ahsoka, that an Ahsoka series could have been in the past, especially because you're doing a Ben Kenobi series. Yep. Okay? It's possible it could have been in the past, and that could have connected that way, but the only way it's going to connect now is if there's a cameo by her in that to connect to move forward which I guess is possible but yeah. I, I do feel like they're trying to create a path of the Star Wars universe from essentially after Return of the Jedi to essentially the next 25 years when we reach um, when we reach Force Awakens Yeah, that essentially they're they're building that time frame. Yeah, and there although there is a section of the Star Wars fandom that is that is hoping that Filoni is going to erase the pre, the sequel series. Yeah, I don't think that's so Because so okay, so we'll get back to Luke and Grogu training and about mm-hmm. how he helps Grogu remember he was at the Jedi Temple when the the troopers stormed and mm-hmm. uh Killed the Jedi. He somehow got out of there. We don't know how. Don't matter. And uh, had to train well, with the might. remote. We might. We might find it out. Because there's the question. Who had him? Right. You know. And again. You know. We remember. I mean. Thinking back to the first episodes of The Mandalorian. He's under lock and key. And he's about to go. You know. I mean. In fairness though. That's a long time. If you stop and think about it. So 66, that means that it was, there was the 20 years before Star Wars. So we're right. talking already. And then a, a few years after to, to get to like, Pat, you know, a couple of years after Return of the Jedi. Right. At the point, so we're talking 25 years. Yeah. So you're still so like for, a so super, still right. very young. Right. Even so younger now. Right. So it's interesting because it's like, here's what's interesting because you and I might think, oh, he's young. Like we thought maybe he was like, five six seven you know in the 10 year old range really he's like 25 well i mean the first episode the guy who hires mando to bring to bring that baby to him 
mm-hmm. I would like to see the baby. He said yeah. he was 50 years old. Oh, did he? Yes. Okay. That was that was mapped out in, in episode one of Mandalorian. Okay. He, he opens the thing. He opens the cradle. He's like, wait. He said they were 50 years old. And then the the IG said, droid says, different species age differently. Yeah. So anyway, so we, when we have a little training session with the remote, and which was cute, and uh, but the thing is, there, there's a joke that if, if Mando if 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 Mando finds out what Baby Yoda's been through this week, then he might uh, pay Luke a visit. Say, <laughs> he's like he did what? <laughs> he wouldn't let you eat the frogs. He's given you uh, nom flashbacks from the Jedi Temple, and he's mm-hmm. getting you shot at with the remote. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Um, so here's a question. How long do we think all that was? Well, maybe about a year. What? Mando waiting around for him for about a year? No, maybe like a day. Might have been, I don't know. We don't know how long days last on this planet. Maybe days are longer. Well, I mean, because it, like, it seems like all this is going on while Mando is waiting. Yeah. The way they play it off, it's like that he picks up all this stuff in a very short period of time. And so it's kind of weird because it's like, okay, uh, so I don't know. So sad Mando takes off. Ahsoka gives Luke the, the gift and mm-hmm. it's the, um, it's the Beskar chainmail that he had made from the armor from the mm-hmm. Beskar spear. And Luke gives Grogu a choice. And uh, between Yoda, his master's lightsaber, Yoda's old lightsaber, and the Beskar armor. So this, you can be, you can be a Mandalorian founding, or you stay with me. I'll train you to become my first Jedi student. And that's a key phrase. Because in the prequel, in the sequel trilogy, I keep saying prequel. In the sequel trilogy, Ben mm. Solo is Luke's first student. So, yeah, does, does Grogu take the lightsaber and become Luke's first student, thereby almost maybe retconning the sequel series, the sequel trilogy? Hell or, no. Or he'll, you know, take the chainmail and go back to Mando and rejoin them on Tatooine and have see the big fight with... Uh, Boba Fett and versus the Pikes and and his little groovy gang of uh, uh, multicolored Vespas. Yeah, and and although you know this is before Episode Seven, next week's next week's is gonna yeah. Next, I cannot wait for next week. But, well, and but before obviously... and obviously before we're done, we need to discuss uh, Cad Bane. Uh, I guess I who, didn't know who that. There's another example of what I'm talking about, where somebody shows up. And well, you like, never watched the Clone Wars. You never watched Bad Batch. You didn't watch any nope. of the animated series, right? Okay. And and it was so funny because people are like, "Oh, that's this person." I'm like, yep. "Oh, mm-hmm. okay, I guess." And it's funny because everybody's like, "Oh, you should funny know that, because, no. that you would and you would not know who he is." No, I mean I never um, watched the Clone Wars, but I watched the first season of Bad Batch. Right. So I I knew who he was. Right. So if you're not watching either, again, this goes back to that part where it's like, like they had the black Wookiee. Yeah. And it's like, okay, 
I don't know who that is either. You know, no. um, and people were like, oh, don't you know who that? No, no, I don't. No, I'm not reading this or I'm not paying or or no, I'm not watching this. No, so, exactly. Five yeah, seconds I after mean, that episode aired, I went I went on the Internet and I found out about the black Kirstan or whatever his name is. The, yeah. The big wiki. Yeah. The uh, the goth wiki. So Cad Bane shows up, um, possibly kills Cobb Vance. We don't know yet. Yep. Uh, and of course, you know, sh- shoots the deputy full of holes because you know the the you know this before. <laughs> you know he was, the deputy is done for. <laughs> was, well, you know that was I a given. Sure, but he also shot the deputy. Yes, he did. The Cad Bane. Uh, one thing I I didn't know. Um, the two tubes on the sides of hmm. Cad Bane. Uh, they to they are there to prevent a Jedi from force choking him. Okay, because he's because Cad Bane he's prominent in the Clone Wars animated series, and he's an, a hired Jedi killer. Okay, a hired Jedi hunter. Okay, so he's a total badass, total Dave Filoni character, and he's here to. Um, Work. He's well, paid by the pikes. Is, what's interesting is he doesn't just say the pikes. He talks about the syndicate. Now, the syndicate is interesting because if you're going to talk about the syndicate, the syndicate goes all the way back to the so, to, to Solo, a Star Wars story, because the Crimson Dawn is part of the syndicate, which opens some doors. Yeah, the trite Crimson Dawn. We so forget yes. about that because we then we only got that through through what you call it through. Um, through solo. Right. But the point being is, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people and it's funny, who was I who was I reading something from when they were talking about but like somebody was talking about how underrated solo the solo movie was, that they really enjoyed it. Um but um and they and they were like, Oh, this is this is kinda underrated. But um yeah, uh, like I said, I I think that's we presume he's working for the Pikes syndicate. We don't know. Right, yet. he's working with the Pikes, and this Pikes may be part of that syndicate. No, um, Maybe. but it's possible that or that's him his that and other this other faction has a vested interest in keeping the Pikes on Tatooine and letting their business thrive. Exactly. There. But exactly. before we get before that episode ends, though, uh, the Pikes clean house. They blow up Sanctuary, the bar with Jennifer Beals, mm-hmm. and they. Obviously, they, what a feeling! Uh, uh, you know she's pushing sixty. Mm. Still looks hot. what a maniac. Still pretty hot. Still hot. Mm. And yeah, Cobb Vanth maybe dead, probably not because he's a cool character, and we'll see. So yeah, episode seven is I I might because I have things I have to work from seven to five on Wednesday. So well, it's, do it's I get up at 5 a.m. and watch it before I go to work to avoid spoilers all day? I was going to say, I'll tell you what, don't get on Twitter that morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't they, get on Twitter that morning there, at all. I'm, I'm, good thing I don't go on Twitter at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure not to follow Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Although I've heard a rumor about episode seven. Yes, I have. I have two. Already. Heard and... a rumor. 
and it's ever it seems like it's the, the worst kept secret out there yeah um i'll be impressed if it's not there yeah but um, do i but do i wake like up at 5 a.m be... and hope hoping that disney plus doesn't crash before i can watch it before i go to work my 10-hour day on wednesday before i have to go home and then finally watch it because mm. i'm not going to watch it on disney plus on my phone at work you got a computer at work. I have a computer at work. There's a lunch break. Yeah, I have these lunch breaks thingies. Yeah, I could try. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm still yeah, I'm digging it. Uh, it's just yeah, you know, no, it's, mean, it, it's 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 like you they, bite it, you you order a Whopper and you bite into it. It's a chicken sandwich. It's a good chicken sandwich, but it's not what you ordered. Well, I mean, here's the irony. I'll take it. I'll take it in a different direction. I ordered a hamburger. I apparently got. Filet mignon. I didn't order filet mignon, but this is fabulous. Hmm. Yeah. And 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 I agree that it's fabulous. I just didn't order filet mignon. I ordered hamburger. And so that that becomes that becomes where the problem lies. Is 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 it's like your expectations you know, for the show are this low? Yeah. I get. I mean. It's not that the expectations were low. It was more, okay, we're going to do some, you know, okay, he's taking over for Jabba the Hutt. That makes Boba Fett a crime, uh, a new crime lord. All right, what's this going to look like? What does it mean for for the crime syndicates of the, of the world? Right. Uh, you know, how? what does it mean for Boba Fett? I mean, to me, the other part I keep laughing about is, it's like, I understand a few years have gone by since the whole Sarlacc thing. I get it. I'm still kind of laughing about the fact that apparently Boba Fett doesn't know anybody. They're from all the hires, all his, he has no connections. He Maybe he lost his, all he his connections when the Empire fell. Like what I Cad guess. Bane says, he worked with the Empire. But he had I connections guess. elsewhere, I presume, before he, get, right. before he fell into the Sarlacc pit. Right, I mean, he certainly was working He's got some, he might have some favors that are due to him off-world. Right, I mean, and, and he, uh, and here's the thing they keep talking about. Well, we have money. Well, okay, if you have money, you need to tell me. I mean, I understand that you've been gone for a couple of years, but you need to tell me you have. I mean, we're talking about Boba Fett. I mean, we're. I mean, we're not talking about somebody who doesn't have connections. I mean, Boba Fett easily could go like hire a mercenary army, probably. I mean, he's got that. I mean, he would know to go get where to. I mean. Oh, I, I guess I'm wrong. I guess I'm wrong. I guess Boba Fett would not know how to do that because, according to this, well, like I said, well, like I said, the landscape no has changed the since the Empire fell. Yeah, but his connections not, might not be there anymore. Not as much underworld stuff. I mean, some of the underworld stuff has changed, but there's still some that it's got to be there. And it's like, come on, now. Huh? I don't know. Uh, again, it's again. I mean, I, I laugh because. I keep seeing memes out there, like where Mando's talking to Boba Fett. It's like my show now. Yeah, <laughs> my show. Right, the show. My like, show, not right, like like the uh, the Tom Hanks movie. Look at me. It's my yeah. show now. My show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so so yeah. I again, I I'm enjoying it. I just one of those where it's like I kind of keep scratching my head because it's like. You know, okay. Look, you're you're telling the story. I get it. At the same time, 
it's like, okay, you're telling this story and it's a bigger picture story, but I'm confused. Why did you, I mean, you could call this the Mandalorians or some shit like that and named it differently and, and you'd have been just fine, but I don't know. Well, maybe there were rewrites. Maybe. maybe they maybe they had to fix this. I don't know. Oh well. So um Maybe could be I a suppose, prequel. So maybe we'll find out we'll you know in a week week from today when we talk again, we'll see mm-hmm. where this show is going. Ah, okay. Yep. So we do have a little bit of, we do have some news All right. from the week. It was actually a decent news week, so um Apparently, Dakota Johnson is going to play Madam Web. Yeah, and they're, she's a, catching flack for that because she's not actually blind, which is bullshit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is. I mean, the real flack should be... I mean, I'm just curious. I would be, love to be a fly on the wall in these conversations that Sony Pictures is having. Because some of the choices that they're making in terms of what characters... I mean, Venom was a no-brainer. I get it. Okay, but since then they've chose Morbius and now Madam Web, and I'm kind of like, these are the characters you've decided that are your next movies in your Spider-Man universe movies, because there's a lot of other choices that I would think make a lot more sense, and they're just not. I don't know. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I have no knowledge of Madam Web. So Madam Web is kind of like an oracle of sorts. Okay. And she does play a big role in that 90s Spider-Man series from Fox. Is it like magic or cosmic shit? More, you know, it's more technical and, and, and I don't know if I want to call it mental. I like psychic or okay. I can't remember exactly. Metaphysical? Well, I mean, I know she doesn't, she's like stuck to the chair and all that other stuff. And it's funny because like in the comics, she's old, like really old. Well, Agatha like, Harkness was old in these, in Marvel, but they, uh, they yeah. gave her a makeover for WandaVision. Well, apparently they're giving this one a makeover too. Again, like I said, there's some other characters that they would have in their catalog that I'm just kind of like sitting here going, this would be a better movie. I'm not sure why you're choosing some of the people you're choosing. Um, that's all. Um, CW is doing this Batman spinoff we talked about. The one where apparently Batman's dead and his adopted son takes over. And it's like, I, the only thing I can come up with is, if, if I mean, who's, either they're making one up, either they're making up a son, or I don't know who they're picking because Tim Drake, both, I mean, well, now, now I'm thinking about it. Tim Drake, Jason Todd, and Dick Grayson are all on the Titans show. So it's all that's left is Damien. Damien. I mean, he's not, but he's not adopted. Nope. That's, he's that's he's the bastard blood. son of Fatalia and Bruce. Right. right. He's not, he's the real son. So right away, it automatically sits there and says to me, they're going to make shit up. Mm. I mean... I, I mean, they, mm-hmm. hey, look, may, if anything, I'm scared crapless that they're going to sit there and go, hey, we're going to do it with Dick Grayson. Great. Lovely. Okay. So let's do your, your shitty ass. Again. What? 
and rearranging the story yet again. It's not about rearranging the story. It's just, how do I put this? It's like, this sounds, just the plot alone sounds bad. Just the plot alone. The, the synopsis sounds bad. About, about right away, it's, it's Batman's dead, and he, and the adopted son, and the kids of his villains are all to blame, and they're all teaming up to figure out what really happened. It's like, this, uh, this sounds, this sounds it, stupid. Well, okay, it sounds like the period of time where animation studios were presenting junior versions of every conceivable thing. This sounds like it's one more. <laughs> I mean, it just, it just, it just sounds dumb. And well, and yeah, well, most of those ideas were pretty, you know, lame too. But you know, but they keep recycling it, though. Yeah. For whatever reason, they keep recycling it. Speaking of things that have, well, no, here's the irony: it's not been recycled, but this idea has been out there since the '90s, and I'd be curious ever. to get my. No, no, I'm not talking about this. About the next item. Ah, about um, that. So there's another okay. item that has out there. And I think this will be more something that I'll be curious Mike's take on it. Which is, so Paramount Plus has announced that they are in the process of working on a new Star Trek series. Another one. Nice. Um, The irony is the series they're talking about in development, the truth is this is a series that has been talked about for development since the 90s. A matter of fact, this was the series that initially when UPN started, they were talking about doing this series instead of doing Voyager and then decided to do Voyager instead. Which is that apparently they're looking to finally do a Starfleet Academy series. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, um, I know they've made a – there's been books written about like the young adventures of certain Star Trek characters and their Academy days. Mm-hmm. But this one, yeah, um, okay. If if they want to do that, okay. Well, I mean, so here's the thing. Again, I, I I'm I'm just gonna be clear about this. This is this idea has been out there since for the thirty years. 90. For thirty years, yeah. They have they have every time it's been brought up, they decide not to do it, and I kind of laugh. Because, you know, one of the things I keep hearing from hardcore Star Trek fans is about some of the things that have been changed by things that they've done in Discovery and this and that. And it's like and the response that they keep getting and you hear it all the time, Mike, is is, oh, well, we're trying to appeal to a younger audience and bring in more people who who might want to watch Star Trek. Right. And 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 here's the irony to me on this. You want to bring in more people to watch Star Trek? This Starfleet, great. Starfleet Academy should kind of be like 90210 or Dawson's Creek. Yeah, they can have be. like a teen drama kind of thing with that same should, sci-fi setting. Right, it right, should right. have like a CW feel. Like mm-hmm. they should hire CW people like to, to write this show. Mm. Dawson's because, Creek in space. Yeah, well, but would you bring new people to Star Trek? Maybe. Although I'm, I and I'm a member of a yeah. couple of Facebook groups. Hey, you know, I don't want to flex or anything, 
But I'm seeing young people in, in their 20s and 30s who are watching TNG and DS9 for the first time. And they're loving it. I'm like, that's, mm-hmm. that's cool. Like, the, the older shows can bring you back. And sure, maybe the it's an older resolution. It's, you know, they did remaster TNG. But um, these shows do help bring... Some episodes don't age well. Uh, but it's that's bringing people back, too, is watching the old series. And like we're doing with with Lower Decks, which I'm, I'm really I'm actually I'm thoroughly enjoying Lower Decks. It's the only Star Trek that I'm really enjoying right now, that it's catching my full attention, and that's bringing like you know the same kind of younger crowd in too. And at the same time, they have the great little Easter eggs that play back to the TOSers and like the 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 seventies filmation series and uh, TNG and all that. So mm. you can there are different ways to do it. The Starfleet Academy series, I say, yeah, sure, let them go for it. But why? I mean, higher why Paramount really? waited thirty years to finally say, okay, let's try it when we've had all this other stuff that's been well, quite well, not as good. Right. Well, and that's the thing to me. It's like go hire some real drama writers. Yeah. That you know, don't don't go totally. I mean, yeah, you want to keep your Star Trek writers there, but you need people who can write. Real drama Ooh. series and understand understand but yeah, and get into the these characters these young adults right because that's what Roddenberry always said this is a Star Trek is a people show right and 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 make it the make it, you know this if you get if you get if you get if you get engaging stories and they write and engaging young, characters right well written characters young. helps right exactly when you got something that they can relate to in their frame of time. You know, like a lot of these resonated. Yeah, some of us drew that frame of time, some of us a little bit later, but it still was engaging enough to bring us, to bring everybody in. If you well, had to serve to that in a, in a huge way, 90210, great, great premise. Dawson Creek, another great premise. Uh, yeah. And uh, so if you kind of go with this type of thought process, I would feel that you would get not only somebody who would come in for this show, but then the references will will bring them right to the other shows and to the other Right, and, and, and I think that's I agree with you, Ivan, which is you know and, and, and you know, we, we talk sometimes about the concept of the normies and 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 getting the normies well okay you know to bring in new people to bring in new butts to seats to see this starfleet academy ironically is the perfect vehicle to do well, something yeah. like that okay right and, and then then i you, agree with you yes right no i agree and and that's the part where i've always laughed for the last 30 years is it's like this is where you could bring in yeah. An entire new generation. Yeah. And if it's set on a at Starfleet Academy in San Francisco, right. it's it, it it has the possibility you can have low budget episodes. You don't need all these special effects right. all the time. Right. You can right. go low budget and just focus on the stories of these characters. More personal dramas. Right. Exactly. And, right. And all that other stuff. Character builds. Right. Just like how we have with Teen Titans, where they right. <laughs> we right. can't have Superboy fly at all. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. You don't have to worry. I mean, you don't have to worry about that as much. And, and the music part is, depending on where you set it, 
you can still bring in people for ca- the amusing part is depending on where they set it in terms of time frames you can still have cameos you could have cameos and like for example okay you can bring in patrick stewart to play picard shoot make him make make him make him the uh Make him the principal. Make, make, make no, him he's not the, the principal. Principal <laughs> Picard. Oh, God. Yeah, but make him, like, the head of the academy or something like that at this point. Well, yeah, he could, right, or he could just have him, like, do, be a guest speaker or something, you know. Or emeritus or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. Right. I mean, you you could do, I mean, you could do, I mean, you could do a lot with this kind of stuff yeah. where it's, like, depending on the time frames that you're using. I mean, exactly. to me. Yeah, it seems like a logical choice, and I agree that uh, this is the way to go. A, this is the way. Here's the sad part. Here's the sad part. Either one or two things, here's the sad part. Either one or two things is going to happen. Either A, they're going to trash it again. Or B, they're going to fuck it up. Yeah. They'll, uh, B. I, I think the sad part Got to go with B. Uh, and, okay. The worst part is, I already know how they're going to fuck it up B, with B. Which is, they're going to sit there and go, you can't do that. It's got to be Star Trek. That's like, oh god, no! That's the last thing it needs to be right now. You need the Star Trek people to go. Okay, here's how we add some pieces of Star Trek into uh, this to make it feel like at least you're there. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, you don't need it to be. And, and yeah. okay, here's a million. Need, yeah, you don't. I, need I, it I hear you, Jeff. Good. I hear you. And, well, I know you do, but they don't. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Um. And and, and, maybe, and when they don't do it right, I'm going to take the Lego Thor hammer and I'm going to beat the snot out of them with it. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently Lego is going to have a, a Thor's hammer available, although it's only, what, 18 inches? And it's 100 bucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's because Lego's expensive now. Like, a thousand bricks, well, that'll cost yeah, you 120 bucks. I mean, fairness. <laughs> well, but I mean, I mean that's mind. The, the, the entire thing has got to be made out of Lego. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. You know, okay. You're building, okay. You're so, the entire thing. Yeah, it's neat it, how there there's not that many studs showing. They used plates to hide it all. So it I looks guess. good. I'm just not going to buy it. But it's cool. Um, I saw an article about how um, vintage Lego sets are appreciating higher than gold right now. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like, I wish I had some of my old Lego sets from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. If I kept them in the original boxes, that would have been... Oof. Wow. Because Lego is still the, like, the most... It's the most popular toy on the planet. Truth. Yep. Facts. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, no, the Lego hammer, yeah, that's that's fine. I'm not... Uh, you know, yeah, I, I thought might be, we might be in on it. The like, nope, thing no. is, I can't display Lego very many places. Lego takes a lot of real estate. Yeah. I, I just mean, don't know that I'd want to put it together. I'd rather just buy one that's together already. Right. Just buy like the, the, the one-to-one scale. Like the they have like replicas or whatever. They made they did make one of like Iron Man's uh, helmet and uh, cap shield. And this one with uh, – I think they've made one of uh, Stormbreaker. His, uh, mm. The new uh, – his new axe. Maybe. Did you hear me? We hear you. Sorry. That's all right. We hear you. We hear you loud and clear. <laughs> uh, we have another news before we can head out? Uh, yeah, so Disney Plus is apparently creating a Rocketeer movie. 
Hmm. A new Rocketeer movie. When, that, when did that original come out? Like 92? The 90s. 91, 92? 91, 92, somewhere yeah. in there. I remember seeing that in the theater. I was like, I always felt I was like somewhat unimpressed with it. I, well, I liked it. Was, it. I liked it, yeah. you know, for, 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 you know, but me. Yeah, being, I didn't hate it. I mean, me being the person that loves things, all things, you know, period piece, things, you know, retro and deco and all the stuff like that. Yeah, you know, the, the aesthetic of the movie already drew me in. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, I see a number of Betty Page comics incorporating the rocketeer which i was very impressed with the artist so would you watch a movie but with betty page as the rocketeer yes i would i'd burn those stockings off though well yeah i think she would have to have a rocketeer suit but (laughs) one thing is uh yeah (laughs) but but yeah but i also heard i also heard that uh i don't know if it was paramount plus they pulled the plug on the uh, the Boondocks movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember who pulled the plug on Boondocks. I, don't I remember, remember someone that. watching some of those old episodes on uh, Adult Swim. I think it's night. HBO Max. Yeah, I think yeah, HBO I mean, Max is who pulled the plug on it. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah I think that's. I, I know. I know a huge company pulled the plug on the reboot. I guess. Uh, I, I mean, the Boondocks in its original that was real heavy duty stuff. Yeah, good good timing to. To announce that during Black History Month, guys. Wait a yeah, that was wait, 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 wait a a good, good timing. Yeah, good, about, yeah timing. Number things there, you know. <laughs> well, of all the times you could decide, this is the time to announce that. Someone yeah. should have looked at it and went, "We could hold this a month." Yeah, but no, um, somebody wasn't thinking. Nope. Nope, not at all. Not in nope. any way, shape, or form. No. Um, I guess the uh what's his name? The guy who did um the guy who did um ID four and um I don't know, Roland, whatever his name is. I guess his movie's out there that the thing about the moon. Yeah, I saw Ooh. that moon thing where the the moon the is moon hollow thing. or some shit. Right, whatever the hell Moonfall. that's called. Moonfall. Moonfall. All right. Moonfall. Well, it fell all right. It only made like ten million all weekend. Yeah, looks yeah, looked absolutely um, dumb. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that thirty second trailer about fifty times at the AT and T store the last week. Well, I saw. They had the trailer. Maybe. <laughs> they said they had the trailer in, in the Spider Man thing, and I was just like, maybe. But I'm like, I'm not brave and. I mean, it, that that's the new, seriously, that's the new benchmark for me is, is like, am I willing to brave COVID to go watch this thing? Yeah, I think, well, oh, that, speaking that, of which, that, yeah, the, uh, the Batman movie tickets, I think, go on sale this week. Um, I, I so, think, I think Moonfall also, they showed, uh, they showed it in the IMAX format too. Makes know. sense because it looks like they the, got trounced by, by the new Jackass movie. <laughs> the new Jackass movie made like 23 million. Wow. <laughs> okay. And you know that they had a lot less budget. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no CG special effects and jackass. Right. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think the, the lesson they move fall here is I think the, the, uh, Nobody cared. Yeah, yeah. The enterprise is, is done. It's been done well, for a long time. There's, there's no, there's that. no Moonfall Enterprise. There's no franchise. Yeah, there's no, no franchise. one gives a crap. A, 
Well, I mean, the other problem is, is it just didn't look cool enough yeah, for me well, to go, that... okay, I'm willing to... And, and P.S., here's what's not helpful. You want people to come see your movie, okay? I know it's the new in vogue thing to hammer on Star Wars and Marvel movies, but if you want people to come see your movie, and it's kind of in that vein, maybe not bagging on them the week before it's supposed to come out is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh... I mean, maybe that's a good idea. But the truth is, I've kind of looked at it like, yeah, I'll, I'll see it when it's on demand or when I can watch it somewhere else. I don't know what yeah. studio that I did, is. Uh, surf for it in the $5 bid at my nearby Walmart. Okay. Yeah, something like that down the road. I mean, yeah. like, sure, okay. It could be a really good movie. I'm like, but I'm not going okay. to a theater for it at the moment. Right. Um, you know, that that's that's the part that doesn't seem to get caught. Um, now, it's funny. This is a good segue to this because this is the final thing I've got. Okay. And it was funny. It, it, I saw it come over. I saw it come over from Variety. And I'm like, Oh, we got to talk about this. So I guess Steven Soderbergh is out doing press for his new thriller, something called Kimmy. Um, and apparently. Zuckerberg. He, he, flick. So no, it's not. Said, no, it's Soderbergh, not Zuckerberg. Soderbergh, not, not Zuckerberg. Soderbergh. Oh. Oh. Soderbergh uh, so, owns MySpace, Ivan. Oh, okay. No, Soderbergh does not own MySpace. <laughs> Zoderberg, Zuckerberg, Whataburger, Wahlburgers. So anyway, they start asking him questions. They ask the usual questions about superhero shit. Yeah. And he says, and he says, he, and the filmmaker says, it'd be almost impossible for him to work on a superhero space, a superhero space, since the characters are, wait for it, completely sexless. Okay. Wait, 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 hold on. I'm not a snob. It's it's not that I feel it's some lower tier in any way. It really <laughs> becomes about what universe you want to be occupy a story. Be a story occupy as a storyteller. I'm just too earthbound to really really release myself to a universe in which Newtonian physics don't exist. Uh, I just have a have a lack of imagination in that regard, which is why I, why the one four a I had into science fiction 2022 Solaris was essentially a character drama that happened set on a spaceship. Um, here I, I'm waiting. To, there's a reason I'm going to this. I'm trying to get to the good part because there really is a good quote here. Um, here's the quote. Nobody's fucking like, I don't know how to tell people how to behave in a world in which that's not a thing. The fantasy spectacle universe, as far as I can tell, typically doesn't in- involve a lot of fucking. And all these Wait. things, who's paying these people? Who do they work for? How, how does this become the? How does this become the job to be? The part that I laugh about is the, the line about nobody's fucking. And there's a part of me where I'm like, you ain't you're wrong. not looking hard enough, so to speak. Uh, They're fucking. Okay, but, show me. Okay, okay. Let, well, let's. But that no way that you would think. Well, I mean, fucking. that we see results. I mean, we see children. Sure, but it's not like 
we're getting the closest we've gotten in the last 10 years. There's only one movie that I can think of. Well, maybe two. There's only two movies I can think of <laughs> that are in the major superhero genre where they did actually, they did any actual fucking Deadpool. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. He's not wrong. Oh, yeah. He's not wrong. Even like in the romanticized Suicide Squad of, of, the, of the original Suicide Squad, there's this whole romanticized thing about Harley Quinn and Joker. They don't fuck. No. No, they give you a lot of hints, but they leave it up. Well, no, they, just, right. they they hang out, they flirt, but I mean. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. You never see them like. You never see but you never you see them. You, 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 you never see them in the missionary position. You never Forget see that. them down. You never that. see them down and dirty into the whole situation. Do, do, have you ever seen them like hot and heavy, like no. kissing? Like hardcore, like, okay, like tongue down throat, you know. Well, that that's yeah, changing, yeah, though. Yeah, the landscape is changing. I mean, we, we have, we have, we have, now we have shows like The Boys and Peacemaker and, and these more adult superhero f- shows. I don't know if, if it, any of that was happening in the Netflix Marvel shows. But mm, not really. Yeah, it was no. just all about no, the violence really. then. But uh, No, not really. I mean, no, you didn't get much there real, either. Though. I mean, that's. I mean, that, the only reason I even brought this up is because the quote from 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 Soderbergh about they're not fucking. I mean, where who where how come yeah, there nobody fucks in superhero movies? And I'm kind of like, he's kind of got a point. Yeah, he's kind of got a point. I mean, even like. Like stop and think about it. Like even like the Batman movies. Okay. All, all, all I keep thinking is that. Well, I mean, well, yeah. Adam Michael Keaton. Um, you know, they he and Kim Bastier they knock boots. You know. Yeah, but they don't really. They don't show they it don't, obviously because it's a PG kids film. They want to sell action yeah. figures. They can't have a sex scene. Oh, but that but the landscape a... for superhero genre has changed though. With Deadpool proved that. No, not yet. Not in the movies. Not, I mean, other than Deadpool, I can't name another one. Deadpool I mean, okay. was uh, 2016. Yep. So that right. was six years ago. Okay, but where's anybody else doing this on We haven't had any other R-rated... Uh, well, we have. Well, so didn't... Uh, I didn't... I mean, uh, uh, only, only, in the, only in the animation realm have they... Yeah, the Harley Quinn and Ivy, they've done it. Okay, in the anim- in the animation in the animated line, series, yeah. right? But he, I mean, even like plus okay, a number of those like you said, superhero knockoffs, which like you, know, you said, you got... like you said, the boys. Okay, again, the boys is the boys is Amazon and it's TV. I mean, it's a streaming show. Not it's in the movies, show. you're right. Not in the movies. It's a, it's a streaming show. Right. Okay, Peacemaker, okay. Peacemaker. Again, it's another, streaming yeah, show. I get it. I, I mean, I mean, I'm not seeing. I mean, and, and now I'm sure there are, like, I'm sure there are characters. There are other. I mean, I'm sure there are characters that I can point to, that aren't the mainstream people that you could point this to. Like, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. You know, I mean, see, here's the problem. Like, superheroes. Wanted isn't really a superhero movie. It's a comic book movie, but it's not a superhero movie, because. Because what's his name and Angelina Jolene get into it pretty good, you know. Um, Sin City. Yeah, that might be. 
Yeah, but yeah, that's that's probably. And see, to me, the irony is is that Soderbergh would probably do Sin City, but to me, that's not. Even then, that's not really superheroes. No, it's that's it's comic. based on com based on a comic book story, but right, it's not but a superhero not, film. Right. That's those aren't supers. That's yeah. I mean, that's that's what I start to run into is it's like, okay. There's this. Well, yeah, but those aren't ah, super. Well, okay, so then all we have is Deadpool then. So, okay, so you won't make a superhero film where they don't fuck. So. Okay. Actually, I'd be welcome to see that. That'd be hysterical. <laughs> I, I think there's something to be said that that's... And, and I do laugh because I, I get what the problems are, which is, okay... You know, oh, wait, when, super, when in Superman 3, when, when he turned evil, he did bang that blonde chick. Oh, God. Were you really going there? Yeah, we're going there. If you want to talk about superheroes fucking, yeah, then that happened. Well, we all try. Uh, you, we you, you realize we, we all try to forget Superman 3, right? <laughs> you know, for and that, it had things. some good parts. I remember as a kid, like I remember what? like like the, the, yeah, cool, that, the that scene where <laughs> Clark Kent fought <laughs> evil Superman in, in the junkyard. I thought that was cool as a kid. There you go. I mean, that's like, that movie's like Richard Pryor in APS, Superman's in it. No, you want to go Richard Pryor style type. And the guy from the Man from Uncle uh, is the main villain. David Cullum. Yeah. Yeah. Have you not seen this, Ivan? Ivan never saw Superman three. It's bad. It is bad. You're right. It is bad. bad. I mean, it's really bad. I mean, not as bad as Superman four, but it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Quest. The quest for peace. (sighs) Yeah. Well, we're really going to end the show on that. Talking about Superman uh, four? No, uh, I mean, we, no, we were talking about superheroes and fucking. You yeah, know, that's well, where we were going. Well, I had to talk about. Su- I brought up Superman three because Superman got some when he was evil. Well, then of course there's uh, the animated sector where you got uh, hookers who turn into superheroes and uh, knock off super uh, uh, superhero knockoffs. But that's a series. It's not a movie. Yeah, I mean, like, really, for example, it's like, okay. I think okay. that was the only one that they had. I don't know if there was any more. I only saw that one. I mean, like, for example, I'm thinking about it. It's like, okay. Oh, by the way, move, this goes. This will move. This will take you. This will take you for full circle. So it's funny in the Pam and Tommy thing. They start talking about how Pam's about to start shooting barbed wire. Um, mm-hmm. But even in that movie. She don't not, it's I mean it's sexy, but she don't knock no boots. No. Not in that movie. And and by the way, Barb Wire, not a superhero. Um How about Stripperella? With Stripperella. Yeah, but that was animated. And that was T V. Right, that's what I'm saying. It seems like the animator it seems like the animated sector seems to be a little bit more brave about wanting to put the whole sexiness into the superhero realm than the people in the real world you know, i mean i'm just trying people. to think in terms of i mean the problem is is i've now okay so i've never seen the spawn movie and i thank god for that every single day oh i saw um, the uh the the pg-13 version right that, that martin one. sheen right. oh, god that was bad right the bad one that, there was only one spawn live action movie and it, yeah that was bad it with john leguizamo and yeah he yeah. was the actually he wasn't bad as the clown actually you know there that yeah it's you know they've been they've been that's the, but it was bad though, the, and that that's the part that's crazy. The part that's crazy mm. is, and the funny part is that movie is still in development for them to try to make a new live action reboot spawn. spawn. Yeah, and, no. and and like 
Good luck with that. Well, McFarlane is like totally handling the whole thing. It is taking fucking forever. Like, it sounded like they were finally like on the way, and then all of a sudden it was like. I remember like seeing like the effects in for the Spawn movie, and I was like, yeah, it was just. I'm sure it's very dated now because the cape. Yeah, he had his cape. Spawn has his cape that's kind of like almost it's like Doctor so Strange's cape. Budget. It was yeah, it was bad though. I mean, the part that I don't understand is I understand that they need to do a live action, but it's like, dude, it has been almost it's been almost thirty years. No, actually, I take it back. It's probably over thirty years now since you did the HBO late night show. Yeah, I remember the okay. HBO the, the, uh, Spawn series. Yeah, yeah, the HBO late night. Series. Yeah, it was all right. Wasn't I didn't hate it. It was just it was okay. Well, yeah, I, I could see how your reaction would be that. I mean, no, that just, was kind of, you know, for its time, it was mind blowing in yeah, terms of what they were you're right. doing. It was pretty cutting edge for a for its time, right. right? And it was after dark, and it did do some of the things we're talking about. And it what and given what you've talked about about Peacemaker, I can understand why your reaction is because eh, it was pretty damn violent. Yeah, it was uh, real violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes Peacemaker look very very like like not violent at all um and and so but to me i kind of laugh because it's like how about developing an animated how about Um, developing an animated film i mean especially after well he's thinking probably thinking been there done that wants to do something he wants to compete with the mcu yeah but he's not gonna be able to compete with the mcu not with a character like Spawn, who's like just a '90s cult figure. Classic, I mean, yeah. it's still, I mean, it's still a really popular character. It's just <laughs> you, you. Yeah, it, but he's out of circulation. It's a lot. No, he's not. Well, I don't mean like circulation as far as like, oh yeah, stories and da da da. But from the last time they presented him in a live form and everything, how do right? You well, that's what I mean. From that. Right. Point well, that's that's forward. why I laugh about. There's been nothing in terms of animation other than the HBO late night animated. Yeah, yeah which we all watched and had. Right, but, but again, yeah. the, see, that's what I'm talking about. It's like at some point, why didn't you do more? I mean, it's like, oh, well, we really did a great job with what it was. Okay, great, fine. You you want? I mean, especially yeah, in the of content. I, I mean, I can't imagine one of these streamers would not pay handsomely for an, a new animated spawn, either movie or series or something yeah, like that in any way, the, shape, or form. Right, a spawn reboot would be, I believe, a very welcome thing. You it doesn't know. even have to be a reboot. It's just, okay, we haven't done a series in ages. We're going to do one. Um, yeah, well, and, yeah. And, that's, and I totally get what you're saying. And uh, uh, do you think, okay, in your opinion, my too, in your gentleman's opinion, you know, do you think that Spawn would, would have that kind of relevance at this day and age as it had once upon a time 30 plus years ago? No. If it was, if it was good. Huh? If it's good. Okay. And good as in what? Good as a timely thing is, as it, a, can he find a studio that'll throw fifty million dollars at it to make it look yes. good? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I think you would. I think that's. I think it's doable. 
I think in this in this day and age of streamers who are who are absolutely dying for content, and and given who the key who the audience would be for the most part for this particular show, okay, for an animated, yeah, right, oh yeah, okay, and then here's 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 another point to consider, okay, mm-hmm. that, all right, let's say that this. Uh, this new series or the new movie is a huge success. Do you think that on the singular uh, charm of a re of a release, a brand new release, do you think it would throw enough uh, light on the previous uh, franchise as far as like the uh, the animated late night animated cartoons, or you know maybe the original Spawn movie? I don't know. Maybe it'll give it a second look. Well, let, let, let's put this in perspective. Okay. The only reason why we haven't had a Spawn movie is because some of it's the technology had to catch up. Some of it's McFarlane after the first one got real picky. I can't blame him. Right. And McFarlane, it's his baby. Right, it's his baby. And he sees the same thing as everybody else, which is, I got one shot to get this right after this other stupid one. Okay. So I'm not going to screw it up, okay? But if tomorrow tomorrow he wanted to go and go, hey, you know what? Spawn's available for you guys to create whatever the heck you wanted, and I will take your check. Yeah, that'd happen tomorrow. Somebody would pay him. Somebody would pay him right now. I'm sure they would. I I mean, just to give perspective, I mean, I can't remember off the top of my head what Kirkman got. Kirkman got huge money from Amazon. Okay? And they didn't even get The Walking Dead. And did they get like did they get like several million for that? Uh not million. million? I, I mean it's not even several. It's like double digits. Wow. I mean, like Kirkman got huge money. Okay. Kirkman got, I mean, I can't remember what the numbers are on Kirkman's deal, but it's insane. I mean, it's, it's, it's big, big money. Well, well, it's Amazon money. Of course it's big money. Well, yeah, but I mean, and in fairness, the first thing he developed was his other property that did well in the comics, which was Invincible. And he did it as a, he didn't do his live action. He did it as a cartoon. And it's, it's, it's already been picked up for season two. I think it's picked up for season three. Wow. And we haven't even gotten that far. It was really solid. Again, another another show, ironically, that Mike probably shouldn't watch. I watch clips it, on YouTube, and it, yeah, it's, it's ultra-violent. It's, it's, it's ultra-violent. People's heads getting exploded and people's yeah. brains and eyeballs going everywhere. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Not, but, not, my, yeah. not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> I guess. To me, it's like I just... Eh, Maybe just goes traumatized by heavy metal, the movie. You were traumatized by heavy metal, the movie. Yeah, I was. Yeah, really. I was, oh, I was a young kid when uh, we were HBO was new, and just come to the house. And I think mm-hmm. this is a good uh, good thing for me to close on, is that uh, I was like, yeah, heavy metal, oh, cool cartoon, looks awesome. And then the first scene, the guy lands in in, uh, in the spaceship, and mm-hmm. uh, and he opens the box, and it melts his melts her dad in front of her mm-hmm. that traumatized me 
And I was like, oh, I couldn't finish the movie. I was so scared. Oh, dude. And this you was need, like, what's you, it, you, like nine, ten years old? I don't know, I think it was. Okay, yeah, oh, maybe to, that's why. Yeah, I think that's why I don't handle violence very well. We need to, we need to work Even if it's horror, anymore. even if it's comedy, even like if it's Bruce Campbell's stupid shit, I still don't like it. See, the amusing part is, is you were nine or ten, apparently, when you saw Heavy Metal. Huh? Versus, versus, if you had just gotten past that that section and you were a little bit older. Well, it would have been, like, well, I think it was like maybe at a ten, maybe closer to eleven. When was Heavy like, Metal was like 81, close. wasn't it? Something yeah, like that, but I didn't see it in 81. I saw it, like, in the mid-80s. I saw it in 82. I was 11 years old in 82. So that, right. that would have been when it was on cable. Right. And, Although, it was on... Okay. So it was on cable... Yeah, it freaked me out. Night. So I'm like, that's... Yeah, time. that... I think that was, like, you know... But, well, oh, yeah, that's it, why it, I, don't, I don't know. That's part of the reason probably why I don't that's care why for I just laughed gratuitous like, violence. If you were... If you were, mm-hmm. if you were, like... I remember the first time, like, when I was, like, 12 or 13... And and I'm watching Heavy Metal, and it's like, yeah, there's that scene. The real scene where I was like... It's all the oh, boobs. It's boobs. <laughs> Major boobage. That was Major the South Park guy. You know, you're allowed to touch my daughter's awesome boobage. And it's like, damn. And I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm yep. good. Yep. Boobs. I'm good. It's all about the boobs in uh, Heavy Metal. It's all about the boobs. Yep. <laughs> ah, I mean, seriously, that's like... You just needed to get past that that yeah. beginning part, and then you'd have been like. And then there's other scene. I, I think a dude got movie. impaled with arrows or something. Like yeah. they, like the bad guys stormed a castle or something, and one oh, guy yeah, like like yeah. shot up with oh, arrows yeah. or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Let's see. Well, so, um, got anything else, Jeff? Or I think that'll close it up. We're running along tonight. I think that's that's it for me. I think that's yeah I yeah I, like I said I just figured we'd bring up the thing about sort of as soon as I saw it I couldn't stop laughing because I'm like literally like that the the, the quote on the that's your excuse is, for why you hate superhero films. It's no he doesn't say he hates them it's not oh. why he won't he doesn't think he can do them. Oh, okay. It, it wasn't that he hated them because he made that clear. It's like and it's funny because it'll come out as he hates them and it's like. Yeah. The irony is, is that's not what he says in it at yeah, all. Right, you got to read the, the article. The, the quote, yeah. the quote is, the quote is really that was quote nobody's fucking. I don't know how to tell a story where people to, don't to people have sex drives. In a world where they don't have, they, where that's not a thing. All right, so Ivan, Ivan, where are you spending this weekend? Well, let's see. This weekend, I think I have a. A free, I have a free uh, weekend this, a free week this week, pretty much. Uh, be back in uh, Logan Arcade on the twentieth from uh, three to eight. Uh, let me see, and then uh, let's see. Uh, other than uh, just uh, doing something nice with uh, with Julie for Valentine's Day, you know, and uh, you'll be recording well, with us on Valentine's Day. Actually, I'll yeah. be recording with you guys on Valentine's Day, so. You know, but I'll have the whole weekend before that, and then you know, and then do a little something nice and join you guys on uh, Valentine's Day. Okay. Um, and then uh, other than that, that's uh, pretty much it. Yeah. Just kind of an easygoing week this one. Jeff, any clubhouse events you want to just uh, um, bring up this week? I think by the time this gets on, I'll have done my Wednesday night remote on on business and personal ish- growth issues here for on Clubhouse. That happens on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. That I'm pretty much always here for that. 
Ironically, I'm out speaking this week a couple of places. Oh. Uh, again, one of them is by the time this airs, it'll be it'll be too late. But Saturday morning, I'm doing a 20 minute presentation uh, virtually on the importance on how becoming a better evaluator can make you a better speaker. And that'll happen at about 8:30 in the morning Central Time. Um, and I can, you know, obviously, if you're interested. Shoot me, shoot me a note, and I'll and or go to my Instagram. You'll find it there. Um, I know where to end this now. That you guys will go get a good laugh. What percentage do you put on Monday that we'll be talking about people being indignant about the Super Bowl halftime performance? On a know. scale of one to one hundred, one hundred being there will be a hundred percent. What per? 100% of the people will be upset to one being only 1% of the people will be upset. Um, I'd say uh, they would probably give the, this, based on who we got performing for Super Bowl, um, I'd say about 30% would not be happy. Okay. Ivan? Uh, I would say 45%. 45 on disapprove. I'm going to go higher than you guys. Okay. I'm going to say about 60. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I'm going to say about 60 and because while Mike sits there and talks about gratuitous violence in this country, there are a lot of people who have no problems with gratuitous violence, but God forbid you either drop an F-bomb or you're naked in any way, shape, or form, and this country goes nuts. So, okay. because think of the children, you know. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I, I I'll put it at sixty. Um, who, who do you got for uh, the game? Either uh, the Rams or the Bengals. Boy, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to Bengals. I think, I think I'm going to put my money on the Bengals. You know what? I I don't. I don't have a dog in this fight enough to sit there and go, okay, uh, I'm you, definitely one way or did. the other. But if you did, just what's the first one that comes out of your head right now? Rams. Okay. We'll see who. Yeah. Ram, okay. Rams, just because quite simply, they're, they're the better overall team. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I will not be shocked if Cincinnati wins. Um, what? Who knows? Hey. Like I said, I, 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 here's here's what I really hope. I really yeah. hope it's a good game. Yeah, let's hope it's I not hope. a shutout. That's what right. we really I, yeah. Or one of these games where it's like, by the third quarter, you know that this thing's over. Mm-hmm. You know that that that's what I'm rooting for is that and good commercials, which I don't know if we're gonna get those. I don't think anybody's going to budget out for big commercials this one this year. Yeah, well, the internet has changed how Super Bowl commercials are, so it's too bad. Yeah, true. Like I, mean, I said, get, I mean, get the extended version of this commercial on so and so dot gab. Well, like okay. I said, I said earlier. I mean, really, to me, I kind of laugh. It's like, it's like, you know, it's nice that they're going to have a Super Bowl game around the Snoop Dogg and Eminem and Dr. Dre concert. Which, you know, a lot of people are already having their say for it against that. Well, we'll find out next week how many people disapprove, so. Yeah. No, like I said, I'm, I'm curious to see how this goes. Because, like I said, there's, there's already a part of this country where 
you know, those guys were already uh, like, you know, I, I'm waiting for, here, here, Roddy Wood here, and then I'll let Mike go ahead and do his thing. How many? I'm waiting for the people to go. Well, now that we've had this, can we now have a country day? Can we now have country singers on the Super Bowl like this? It's like, really? Is that really where we're going here? No, I want Weird Al. Well, yeah, that that'd be that'd be epic. That'd be that'd be yeah, that that'd be great. Pine the sky, epic. But well, <laughs> man can dream. If I can dream, if I can dream, it's not. You know what, Mike? I gotta be honest with you. It may not be as far fetched as you think. Hmm. We all have to root that. Whatever this biopic that's coming out about him. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, guess, yeah. Is it Daniel Radcliffe? If this thing rocks, if this thing rocks and it's popular, yeah. if it's popular, yeah, Weird Al gets a shot. Hmm. Weird Al may have a shot to actually do the Super Bowl. I hope so. I truly hope so. Okay. Oh. Where can they find us? <laughs> Where can't they find us? We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell. Subscribe. You know when I get new content. Download the show. You're on usual podcast hosting apps. Uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor.fm slash SOTRT. We're on Facebook. That's where you have these articles and memes and stuff we talk about. And, of course, a uh, little side thing of Ivan's, Jive and Ivan's Vibe Tribe. Have fun over there if you want to check it out. Uh, give us a join. Get to uh, join in on the naughtiness. <laughs> Email us at uh-huh. SOTRTpodcast at gmail.com. Ivan is on twitch.tv at Java and Ivan. Jeff is everywhere at Dynamite Productions. Email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail.com. And thank you to everybody who stopped in to say hello on Clubhouse. Oh, yes. Thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll catch up with you next week for the uh, for the love-filled and the love-lorn and the love-scorned. <laughs> and, of course, we all know what that is, folks. They call it Valentine's Day. And, of course, some other people call it Hallmark. No, they don't. <laughs>